Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Brick. What up, Red Pill? Blue Pill. Tell it. Know the Ledge Radio. Tuesdays and Fridays, let's go. I present you red and blue pill and prescribe you to take them both. They said you need microphones from the virus, I need a host. No, the legend don't cross it, cause you might overdose. Release those yeah. toxins from your conscience. Play the beat, you set the scope, it's for my folks. The originators, atmospheric pressure raising. Thoughts be constantly in orbit, till my page is out of space. Cosmos, astrological, a star right in your face. Didn't plan it like Pluto, melanated the greatest race. From niggas to gods and clearly just a human display. Walking immortal, live forever through these songs I make. Rigatologists, Discover this very deep inside this continent. They had to pass many courses at their local colleges to study what this not get. Futuristic shit 2125, and when that time exists, they will realize who the Messiah is. Let's break the foundation with that fire spit. It's telling yoga flames, I'm on my street fighter shit. I swear I wish my ancestors they ain't finding shit. Transatlantic travel made and voyage from their cargo picks to picking cotton and sugar cane and then refining it. Trying to restore our dominance. Black power in this motherfucker better know it. Give them the truth, they tell me give them more risk. These black laws, yeah, you better know it. I'm less of a rapper, more of a poet. This my open. Maintain focus as we enter through the pillars of realness. Truth revealing. Tuesdays and Fridays, live so you can feel it. Can't feel it? Oppress pray every day to hear me kill it. More than just an intro. This was how I'm feeling. We just left the scene's conference and we ain't finished building. The sky is the limit. We just crashed through the ceiling. Feel the energy of the crystal speak. Spiritually a symphony charged by the elements for many centuries. Libations for our ancestors, keep it spinning beat. We evoking the spirits that guard us from our enemies. I say, I create, and I display what I made. Give it straight to the people, feel the power in waves. Black fists in the sky, but this ain't hip hop array. We're putting pressure on these culture vultures watching decay. It's time to take back with all the monumental display. Kings County only royalty around me. Come on! Mike Puckerby, 
On the low like how the fuck it be, luckily None of these niggas ever fuck with me, fuck a beat My prospect is designed, my mind is ecotically designed A prophet of the time, my pockets is aligned With property for shrines My grind is monopoly, my mind with prophecy in mind I'm in the hideaway, wide awake, listening to chance of roosters Aligned with the mind of Mansa Musa, enhance the future Walls of the Manson future, dabbing in Dubai, we dance the future With a time to be a scorpion, provoking Peace, peace, peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening, the brother Blue Red Pill. <laughs> Soon to be joined by my co-host, the brother Blue Pill. Without any further ado, call it from the 347-273. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace, family. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to KTL. You are now rocking with the best. This is your co-host, brother Red. No, brother Blue Pill. Peace, family. Checking out. Uh, Indeed, indeed, no doubt. All right, family, I just heard the sounds uh, in the beginning. You heard our new intro from the NC extraordinaire, uh, the man himself, our brother Brick, the foundation, representing Michigan, representing Detroit, representing Flint, representing New Era, Detroit, Portland as well, yeah. Ohio, yeah. Toledo family, indeed. No doubt, salute to uh, our brother, that tune right there, Fire. Um, yeah, that remix is even going to be more fire. And um, shout out to everybody that uh, has come through tonight. The next track that you heard was uh, your brother, Red Pill, Scorpion King. You can find that on SoundCloud uh, forward slash Red Pillar, KTL uh, 4.4 mixtape and also a project that we're working on called Blurred Lines. All right? So with that being said, uh, thank you, everybody, for your participation. It's early, and we already got a whole bunch of people in the call queue. So, you know, that's a good look right there. And, um, you know, this will definitely um, be a, a wonderful night. Now, unfortunately, we do have some bad news that we have to share, but there's never any bad news, but we do have some news that we do want to share with the family. Our brother, Umar, Dr. Umar Johnson, informed us earlier today that he's going to have to postpone the show due to weather, due to a situation with his flight. You know the brother is the, uh, one of the most um Hardest working people in consciousness. He's always on the road. He's always traveling. Yeah. We are in the he middle of the winter. He was at Kent State in Ohio yesterday, so I don't know if there's any incremental weather in the Midwest right now, but the brother has experienced some difficulty in his travels and a flight got postponed, and it knocked him out of the time that he was supposed to be on the show. So we're going to have to push that back to another date. You know what I'm saying? If you have showed up, solely for that purpose. Uh, you know, hopefully you haven't missed the, uh, the the primaries. I think Trump won. You can catch the uh, <laughs> the commemoration speech and all of that if you hurry up, though. So, 
Go check out your new president. Oh, damn, they had a primary? Okay. Yeah, they did New Hampshire tonight. Ah, I heard he okay. won in the last slide. You know what I'm saying? He who dons the trumpet. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah. So, with that being said, family, um, we're going to chop it up tonight. We're going to take some calls. We're going to open up the line. There's no way that we're going to let the family show up and not allow them to um, have a voice to be heard, you know, talk their thing. Look, as many calls that I've had from around the country and the world pertaining to tonight's episode, it's obvious that the people got a lot on their mind. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well call in and be heard and stop talking in the shadows about how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, express yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's the best policy. You feel me? Like, you heard the latest news about, they just got an update about Hidden Colors 4. You seen it? It was just online. You missed it. Nah, what happened? They couldn't have Beyonce on it. Yeah, that was last minute one. edition. Yeah, she made the cut. She's an official yeah, spokesperson for Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. So, you see how that worked, yeah, family? They, they got they gonna break yeah. the box office with that one. See how a, a, a well planned execution, you know, along with a little bit of PR, how you could be the 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 talk of the town, and then you become Nina Simone overnight. Now you are. You know, she's the reason why the, the the black conscious community is split in half right now. Yeah, she's the second coming to Lauren Hill overnight. Yeah, you got the pro the pro overnight. pro Afro pro weaves going at it. You know, uh, pro ratchet, anti ratchet going at it. It's all kind of dichotomies playing out right now. You got people backing up Giuliani. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just a mess right now because. The sister decided to um, adorn her dancers, her backup dancers, in what is known or what was seen as Black Panther regalia. That that would be all black. I mean, this is how petty our people are becoming. And she, uh, you know, decided that she wanted to put the more in the video. She wanted to go symbolic with it. America is telling us that unless you see Beyonce, because if Beyonce came out at the Super Bowl twerking, you know, she could have brought Blue Ivy out twerking. They wouldn't have had no problem with it. All of the queens out there, you know, and I'm not talking about the sisters, you know, all of the um, all of the people who applaud Roman activity with a fever, you know, like, with a fever, like they, 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 they get behind this Romanistic mentality, this westernized European Greco-Roman uh, mentality and applaud it, you know, and um, cast their votes on Twitter and do all of these things. They wouldn't have had a problem with that. And she came out with a new uh, 30-inch uh, Brazilian, you know, Remy, bone straight. They wouldn't have had a problem with that. If If Blue Ivy was showing off a new dance when she was dancing on her head, they wouldn't have had a problem with that. They, You know, I'm talking about Western society family, not puritanicals and people who are in our community who just judge everything, who cannot be there. You can, there's no pleasing them. 
we're not even going to address that segment right now. We're just talking about Western society. We're talking about the people who on Saturday love Beyonce before the video dropped. Then after the video dropped, they were kind of like quiet. But then after the Super Bowl, they hated her. These are the same Europeans that were, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. You know, these are these are the cheerleaders. These are the fence riders. These are the people that will publicly crucify you if you don't fit, if you don't go along with the plan or the script. The script is all black female entertainers. If even it, it is even spilled over into Hollywood, it was primarily in the music industry, but it spilled over from the porn industry. Then it spilled over because Hollywood and San Fernando Valley, nobody's talking about this. It's intricately related. The images that they portray from San Fernando Valley, which is the home of the pornography industry, are intricate, and it's the same couch. Go and ask your favorite actresses and actors in Hollywood. Their casting couch, that's the same couch that they got to get on. The same people who, when they blindfold them, they got to do these tricks. Those are the same people, the, 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 the directors from Hollywood and the directors from San Fernando Valley. Those are all Jewish-related families. So you get wore out and ran through by the same goddamn people. They talk about Bill Cosby. Why is nobody addressing the Akhenazis and the Khazars, the Jews in Hollywood, who brought that casting couch? So they're telling our people that if you don't fit the mold of, you know, portraying yourself as a Jezebel, as a harlot, as a whore, as a fat, we got a problem with that because they never was trying to boycott the sister when she was showing nothing but bare ass. They never had a problem with her when she was, you know, telling the sisters, you know, y'all don't need a man. They never had a problem with Beyonce when she was running around, lightening up her face, trying to look European. There was no boycotts. There was no outrage. There was no Twitter wars. Now, because the sister said that she likes her man with a wide nose, and if you hit it right, she'll take you to Red Lobster. Shoot. I, I mean, I love the biscuits at Red Lobster. I have no problem with that. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, in the conscious community, they, <laughs> if you're in Atlanta, if you hit it right, they take you to Top Philly. <laughs> For that Punani rap. <laughs> In New York, you go to the juice bar, a jackalova. What's the problem? Okay, can the sister not speak, you know, and provide, can, can she not be, you know, come on, what are we doing now? So, therefore, you're seeing hypocrisy at its highest level. The Europeans know that the influential, right, they're the ones that influence the masses. So, you understand, and this thing is funny, too, because, you know, we could get into the whole thing about who Black Lives Matter represents in its totality. What's the agenda with the LBGT whole, you know, with that agenda? You know, what are they really bringing in? What are they really promoting? The whole thing with Chris Martin and Coldplay representing the whole uh, gay agenda and in her juxtaposing the Black Power uh, 50th anniversary and all that. Yeah, it's a lot of things to talk about, but we don't have time to talk about that family. That's not important. That's not 
essential to our survival. That's not going to get the people in Flint um, water to wash up in because there were some interesting conversations that were taking place over the week. Uh, our brothers were on Sarnetta, Dr. Ali Muhammad, Brother Ankenket, and also Dr. Reggie. They were talking about the whole Flint, Michigan water crisis, and a brother, Dr. Ali Muhammad, brought up some interesting points about the fact that giving out bottled water is honorable, right? We do honor that. It is commendable. It is something that is essential because water is essential to our um, survival. I mean, basic survival. You know, these are basic necessities. But let's keep in mind, family, that we have to wash up in that water. And we also have to um, clean our our teeth in that water, okay? We are in the, in the winter months. Um, we know that Michigan has a more severe winter than other places that are a little more tropical or closer to the equator in the south. So I don't foresee, you know, a brother or a sister in Flint, Michigan, taking a shower or a bath with bottled water. They just might say F it one day, and I'm going to just jump in a hot shower with that brown water. I mean, you know, you might put on your Speedos or something to protect your, your jewels, but you're going to jump in that hot shower. People are going to shower in the water. So the conversation should begin to shift from bottled waters to water filters. Also to the other remedies or the other holistic approaches like Moringa seeds, like carbon, you know what I'm saying? Um, like uh, all of the different um, experiments or all of the different, you all know, the different water purification modalities. I mean, modalities. you know, the, the, the first rule of nature is self-preservation. So we're not beating up on nobody when we say, you know, it's about time, family, that somebody takes you know, one of the most basic things in life in their own hands, which is water and food. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the water system is suspect, like, what about the food? Because you got to water the plants and the flowers and the, and, and, and you know what I mean? You got to feed the fucking cows and, like, what's going on with the food? Ain't nobody talking about that. Yeah, no one so, is mentioning the uh, lead level or what has come out of the crop that grew from yeah, out of the ground. what's going on with the soil? Like, yeah. What's, what's, yeah. What's, 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 what's that soil look like out there? What's the air quality? The river or the reservoir has water with lead in it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <clears throat> and what's the air quality? Because... Presumably, all of that is part of one ecosystem. Indeed. So, Indeed. you know, I mean, there's a lot of things to be addressed. And it's not like we're leaning, we're saying things that are uh, indicting our brothers and sisters. But it's the game of life. Like, at some point, you just got to take things into your own hands regardless of the situation and boss up. Yeah. Because it's a life and death situation. And you yourself have to figure out how can I purify this water or get my hands on a water purification. You know what I'm saying? Or do something 
just indicative of you fighting back that system or fighting against that power. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that person, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't see one drop of blood yet. So, mm-hmm. I ain't see one. I ain't see one garbage can on fire. I didn't see one forest fire. None of that. And Flint, let's be clear, family, Flint is one of the most highest, you know, body counts of melanated men in America. Okay? They aka they get busy out there. All right. You know, there's no outrage on that ass on that front. You know, nobody has found it. Nobody has deemed what has been done to their babies, their mothers, grandmothers, aunts, uncles, everybody. Nobody has deemed that an act of war. So they have not carried themselves in the way that they're at war or somebody has declared war against them, okay? So the conversation has been with uh, a result of the conversation that was taking place on the Brother Sarnetta's channel, I believe it was yesterday, um, a solution was posed or a solution was brought to the table that we should galvanize, we should utilize the platform that the brother has to galvanize thousands of people at the same time, and then we should take a call of action, right, the same way that we could call brothers and sisters to come out and witness a debate or the same way that we could call brothers and sisters to come out for a lecture or the same way that we could call our brothers and sisters to come out, you know, to hear one of our brothers explain themselves on a live stream or do a presentation or anything for that matter. Right. We should use well, the same platform. Come out to DC. The same way that we galvanize that we came together at the call of Minister Louis Farrakhan. Can you mute your phone real quick? Yes. And the numbers were in the millions, okay? And um, what we did was we showed up for multiple reasons. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had their personal agenda along with the fact that we deemed it, we deemed the call to be um, legit, all right, the all else and everything. We deemed it to be legit where it was like a toss-up. Damn, if I, you know, I'm going to show up. If he says something that's interesting and it makes sense and it resonates, well, God damn it, I got money on me. If it's a, if it's a financial um, um, if there's a financial um, imperative. imperative or there's an initiative that's going to be announced, well, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I have at least $500 in all my persons. If the shit is real, if it's really, if it's really popping, we got a few stacks. And that's how we showed up. And that's what we were ready to commit to. Unfortunately, the brother didn't... Um, he didn't u- utilize that platform or that moment to uh, move our people in the direction that they need to be moved in, so it was to be continued, okay? Now we have the opportunity because the conversation immediately after um, Justice or else, from a perspective of both Sarnetas, I'm sure a, p- a perspective of Dr. Umar Johnson, who was out there, I saw him out there, 
a perspective of many of the young leaders who were on the ground, boots on the ground. They were like, hold on, wait a minute, take some time out and realize the power that we have, the fact that we could mobilize the same amount of people, you know, to come together and we could utilize that platform to do something more than just going up against each other or focusing on differences or harping on the differences. We could focus on the similarities and we could also focus on some form, some form of labor, like meaning, meaning, you know, I'm going to give you a task. We're going to put some task out there. We're going to allocate some responsibilities for the collective to do so we could get this thing moving versus just waiting for one person to do it. Because contrary to popular belief, we left that era a long time ago. That is no longer the era that we live in anymore. It doesn't even work anymore. It's about the collective. The collective, an example of the collective working together, although I'm sure a lot of people don't like to hear it or they don't like to recognize it, would be um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, the Occupy movements, whether it was Wall Street, Occupy, everywhere, they were moving as a body politic. They were moving together as a, a as a um a unit with no recognizable leader, autonomous. Um, the uh, the um anonymous movement, the way that they move around. You know, I'm not I'm not here to talk about the validity of each one of these organizations, or even the fact that um. These organizations may, may may be Cointel Pro funded and things of like that. I'm not here to say that. What I'm saying is that is the model that a lot of new organizations are motivating and moving with in this new social media slash digital slash post um, 9/11 post Obama age. So as a community, we have to begin to step back and look at how some of these organizations and these movements are moving and then have an honest assessment on how we're moving as a fractured, okay, uh, cliquish, um, sectarian, you know, group of individuals who compromise other groups or organizations, but they're all split up. Nobody's together. Nobody's moving as one force. Nobody's moving with one purpose. Nobody is even moving under a similar banner. There's no flags. Nobody's standing under the same flag. Okay, you got the RBG flag waving, but certain people have hangups about standing under that flag. And you have the Morris flag waving. And uh, as we know, there's individuals, groups of individuals that have problems standing under that flag. And we also have the nation of Islam. They have their flag waving, but only the nation is standing under that flag. So the conversation has to be had as to what is the possibility of the collective, which is, in my humble opinion, in the millions, okay? What is the possibility of the collective standing underneath a banner or a flag that we all can agree with represents the ideals or the core, uh, the core principles of our movement, okay? So, you know. The topic, uh, the brother in the chat asked what's the topic. The topic that we're building on right now at the moment is um, what was taking place in Flint, Michigan, okay, the, 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 the crisis, the human rights crisis that is taking place in Flint, Michigan, and how the conscious community 
and their allies could come together as a collective and make a demonstration that has not been seen or heard in a very long time. My humble, my, my, my simple solution to the Flint, Michigan crisis would be crowdfunding. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the population of Flint right now, and I'm going to show you how implementing modern-day technology or modern-day solutions to something that people are acting like they can't figure out how to move forward with will completely alleviate the bullshit, and then we can move forward with a case study on how to do things by ourselves, not on our knees, begging somebody else to do it because obviously it is obvious it's beyond a reasonable doubt that you are, you know, you are being looked at as useless eaters. You're being looked at as stateless people. You're being looked at like you're dead in the eyes of the law, civil more truths. You are being looked at like you're not even a citizen of the United States of America. Where did we see this happen before? Okay, and we didn't learn from our lesson. 99,763 people in Flint. 99,763 people according to the 2013 census. So this is what I'm saying. If you can galvanize, all right, the quote-unquote black population, Okay, all right, the brothers and the sisters and the babies, okay, that number of quote-unquote black people is 57,000 people, okay? So we're looking at about 56% of the total population, 57,939, so 58,000 residents in Flint, Michigan are melanated. If we are if we were to come amongst them and show them simple mathematics on how um we could utilize crowdfunding and get about thirty thousand of our brothers and sisters on board to donate, not to donate, let me rephrase and let me fix that, to invest. We're not about to donate. There's no donations taking place. This is the age of investment. You are investing in your future. You are investing in your survival. You are investing in your children, your progeny. You are investing in your ancestors, your elders. You are investing in new government, by the people, for the people, we the people. That's what crowdfunding and crowdsourcing ultimately is. We're not looking for no governors or mayors or councilmen because the thing has been taking place for two years. It is obvious that they didn't give a goddamn about anybody. So there's something called Reg A crowdfunding. Uh, Go and research the Jobs Act 2012. Obama Obama pushed it through. It allows you now to do equity crowdfunding. You can raise up to $500 million for business for business purposes, this was not possible in the United States of America prior to the Jobs Act. You could not, there was always a middleman of Wall Street or the banks. If you were a small business or if you were a body politic or a group of people and wanted to raise a certain amount of money, you would not, you were, you was not allowed to do that or the SEC was coming in and taking that from you. 
they lifted that ban, they changed the laws, and things have been opened up now. So now we could go into Flint and initiate a three-month crowdfunding program where we will be able to contract with overseas manufacturers, more than likely um, suppliers in China or suppliers in Africa. It would be a great thing if we were to find water filters in Africa. Okay, I'm sure that there are researchers that are out here. I'm sure that we have people in our community and in, in our network who could easily point us to somebody of a melanin of a of a melanin background or a melanin nationality who are producing water filters. We come together, thirty thousand people at twenty twenty dollars to six hundred thousand dollars. If you do it for four weeks, that's two point five million dollars. At two point five million dollars, if we go ahead and make an, an, a, a down payment. Because keep in mind, we're talking about if you go if you come to the table to a company with two point five million dollars, you're not just buying water filters at two point five. You're not going to get a total. You could buy ten million dollars worth of water filters for two point five million dollars. We could we could begin to buy it in wholesale prices, not not in bulk in retail. You could get it in bulk. In wholesale, and even if you get it in bulk in wholesale, you can negotiate because we're dealing with a human crisis. We can negotiate a, a deal, or we can negotiate some kind of um, payment plan where you just could put two point five down and get ten million dollars worth of equipment. This will send reverberations around the world to a people who are looking at Negroes and black people like they are useless eaters, like they can't do anything without the goddamn white man or the European holding their hands. They are not thinking in a, in a, in a modern-day mind state. They think that we are completely uh, uh, mindless people, you know, who have, you know, the only thing we could do is turn up and twerk. That, that's what we're being looked at by a lot of people around the world because of what has been um, displayed to them because remember image is everything family and the images that they have broadcasted around the world because we don't control I mean niggas control YouTube channels but we don't control networks we don't control our image we don't control what movies get played we don't control what TV shows get played around the world and a large percentage of traffic to world star hip hop is from foreigners so they look at us like we are straight baboons and animals like they don't have love for us the way that we think that they do and what they won't do is they won't drop everything that they're doing right and they're trying to establish themselves these are thir- these are all all different other nationalities like east indians like continental africans like brothers and sisters from the caribbean like asians from korea and china and japan and all other things they're not going to stop what they're doing they're not going to stop their race because they're running in this race to be number one. Their race is in the race to be number one. So what really makes you think in 2016 they're going to stop everything that they're doing to come and help your black ass or to align with us as a nation of black people? Like, let's really be clear. That's not going to happen right now. <laughs> That's not in their agenda, okay? I, I really don't see that happening. And I'm an optimistic person. So all we have is us, and that's a beautiful thing, you know? That is a beautiful thing because sometimes you got to put shit on your shoulders that's very heavy in order to see how much weight you could carry. So 
that's what I'm saying right now. I'm just making um, that's just the way I see it. My my humble opinion, you know, I'll be in Flint when the call is made. I spoke to my brother Sarah Suicetti. Um, when he was in New York, I'm scheduled to open up for the brother, I believe, February 20th. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll see what's going on with Sarnetta and the House of Consciousness and um, KTL galvanizing some of our people, UGR, Baba TV, and a few other the networks to come together and make the call to go down to Flint, Michigan in the thousands. In the thousands and do something that hasn't been done in a very long time. Because like I said earlier in this year, my heart suddenly is into activism because I went to Detroit before this whole Flint thing popped off. We went to Detroit. We we did the lecture, STEAMS conference, science, technology, engineering, art, mathematics, strategy. I said to the crowd, I'm in Detroit, we're in Detroit. These, this is the home of the black engineers. Y'all was building cars and shit. Uh, for for decades, you were you you were familiar, you know, with manufacturing. You know how to work machines. You guys help usher in this industrial age. So, amongst the brothers and sisters who have turned to drugs, who have turned to poverty, who have turned to a life of crime, who have just turned to, I don't even, I've given up on, you know. Whatever, like when you you can see the despair on some of the people's face, but there's also a large contingency of residents of Detroit that decided not to give up, and they're rebuilding Detroit. But amongst some of our brothers and sisters who have fallen to their lower selves, those are some of our black geniuses. Those are some of our black engineers. These are people who know how to create with their hands, but in their minds first. So we got to start galvanizing those people and seeing what we could get out of them. You know what I mean? But we went to Detroit already. We came back and we told the family um, it's a glass half empty and it's a glass half full, depending on how you look at it, the opportunities to come together collectively, 500 of us, 50 of us, 5,000 of us, it doesn't matter. We could come together collectively and go to Detroit and begin to buy up real estate. Picture owning not your own house, not just a piece of property. Imagine owning that 40 acres that we were promised. Imagine owning a whole city block. Imagine owning half of a town. Highland Park is a very small town inside of Detroit. It's a city within a city. It is an all-black city. They need help. They can utilize the boots on the ground that the conscious community represent who are saying in unison that they want to be a part of a new community. They're calling themselves a community, but we live all over the place. We don't belong to a real community. We belong to a network online. Do you know what I'm saying? We belong to online networks. We don't physically belong to a community. Nobody is pushing keys in the door and opening up doors, and you're walking into a house, and it's a whole bunch of conscious people, and we're living in uh, communals and or, or, or lofts, and, you know, we have cul-de-sacs and stuff like that. I haven't been invited to If there's some place that got erected in the name of that, please send me an invite. You know, I, I, I got my own uh, transportation. I can make it down there, you know. But it's up until now, I have not heard of a, a neighborhood or a community filled up with conscious people. 
You can't even say a Harlem one two fifth because shit. It, we we sharing space with European pilgrims. They all over the place spying on us. You know, so Detroit is wide open. Flint, Black City, right there, wide open. Um, other other cities and towns that's surrounding that area, wide open. I mean, I could go. I could name off a laundry list of some of the places. In America, I did a lecture called The Evolution Will Be Digitized, and I showed the top 10 cities where where black people are doing good. But I also showed the top 10 cities where blacks were doing the worst. Those would be the cities that that we would mobilize and go into and take over. Those would be the cities that we could mobilize into and buy property and begin to build in these small cities that are doing the worst because, why? you know, the, the, the property value has as as a tank, it's like Baltic Ave and shit. You go in there with a rack with a thousand dollars, and you could walk out of there with a whole bunch of prime real estate. You could buy schools and all kind of stuff for a few thousand dollars. You know, our people have it collectively. It's tax time. Stop playing. Like we got that. And if you and if you're of the mentality that you don't have that. And if you're of the mentality that you cannot grasp that in your imagination, then you need to go into Nodalege Archive, type in KTL Empowerment, go and research people like Michael Singleton. You need to go and research people like the Mooney Twins. You should go and research brothers like Shymel Bay. You should go and research um, some of the shows that I did dealing with KTL empowerment and just listen to some of the information. I'm not here to beat nobody down and, and, and get all belligerent about, oh, you just a nigga and, you know, if you don't think like, nah, that's not what this is. This is about teaching our people who may be in a place where their minds or their subliminal programming and their shortcomings, they're stuck in their shortcomings. That's all they know. I don't, you know, we all live in different places. And DNA responds to environment. You may live in an environment where you never saw black wealth. You may live in an environment where you never saw, you know, your own people regentrify that neighborhood. You needed white people to come in and goddamn sweep the neighborhood up and paint the buildings. What the hell was wrong with you? You niggas couldn't go to Home Depot? Huh? All of these people going to church on Sunday, y'all couldn't sweep in front of the church? You couldn't sweep the block that the church was on? You you said their cleansiness was next to godliness. The goddamn deacon and the pastor didn't charge his congregation to clean up the fucking church outside of the church? You can't paint the crack house? You need a European to come and do that? So, you know, shame on us as a people. We are a beggar nation. We are fucking minors. Like, they call us minors. They... You you think minors is just a term. I challenge you to go and do the research. Go find you a lawyer. Call up Aisha, the sister who was on Sidenetta's couch, the attorney. Go ask her what is the legal definition of a minor? What is the legal definition of status? What is the legal definition of a ward of the state? What is the legal definition of civilitaire mortus? What is the legal definition of black? They're lying to you, man. They got you. They spinning our people in circles, man. If nobody won't come forward and you're in the legal institute, you're in a legal profession, and you, that should be the first thing that comes out your mouth if, if you're addressing our people. Tell them about the legal definitions of the shit that's, that's allowing the, the police to kill us with no reprisal. This allowing our people to get treated like furniture. There are legal definitions to that. 
and they, they, and they and these people in government and these people in corporations, the corporate structure and the white supremacist structure, they are utilizing the uh, cognitive dissonance and they are utilizing the fact that they don't have to answer to you. They don't have to give you any justice because legally you are three-fifths of a man on paper legal because remember, you may get emotional about it and say you don't care about the law and that doesn't apply to you, a fucking liar. You don't even know what you're talking about because the law is the law, but you niggas is waiting for a guilty verdict, right? You're fucking sitting around crying and shit when you don't get indictments, but you don't want, you don't respect the law. The law don't mean nothing to you, but your whole existence for the last five years has been predicated on what the law has done for you and hasn't done for you. So you be talking, people be talking so much crazy shit that it's just unimpressive. But ask these lawyers, ask these people who study law. Remember, legalese is a different language from what you understand. So you go in your Webster's and go and look up what these definitions mean. I'm not talking about Webster's. I'm not talking about Webster's because if you sign a contract, you got to get somebody to read that shit for you because you know it's not speaking the language that you understand. It's a double language, okay, retards? You got to get somebody to decode it for you. They're speaking in another language in your face. So the truth is hidden in plain sight. So they're washing our people up, and they're just getting away with it, and they're like, yo, we don't have no obligations to a piece of property. They're wars of the state. These are minors. They're babies. They don't have the the definition. Let me go and pull it up so y'all don't think that I'm out here ranting or something. Let me give you this work because we need to know certain things before we start talking and we look crazy to people who know and they just look at you because, remember, it's the same thing like in law. The ignorance of law is no excuse. They still going to take your head off. You, you, you ever been in the courtroom and somebody standing there they don't know the law or they don't know what they're talking about or they don't know what the judge is talking about to them or they don't know have they don't have a way to um to um rebut that what do that matter see you next time off with your head that your head got to go and we'll catch up with you next time when you learn something but when you got brothers who have studied in the law library sisters as well you got people who understand certain terms, you know what I mean, how it applies to them and how it doesn't apply to them. I've seen some pretty remarkable things take place. I've seen some very interesting conversations being had. It beats the conversation that the typical nigga has in the courtroom when he has his fucking head down standing next to a a, a fake Jew, letting them have their lives in their hands, juggle their lives in their hands and, 80% or 85% of the time, it ends with what? A cop-out plea. Okay? That's called a win-win for the bar association. That's their job. That's why they're there. All right? They're not there to get your ass acquitted. They're not there to put the judge on, um, to, ju- to put the judge in the hot seat. They ain't there for none of that. They're there to wash you up and put you in a system. Or, or, or get your ass on paper or a teaser or something. They ain't there to to to, to um, challenge jurisdiction. They're not there to ask for the judge to produce an oath. You know what I'm saying? They're not there to ask those questions. But they're trying to ridicule you if you bring these things up. But the flip side to that is 
people just being very powerless in a place where, you know, a lot of things, you know, like like a lot of shit goes down in those courtrooms on a daily basis. They're taking heads, you know? So if there's anybody is um, Brother Razi L, call in, because I see you in the chat room dropping good information about Detroit and the properties out there. I want to give a special shout-out to New Era Detroit. New Era Detroit, family. You could Google New Era Detroit. Um, you could look them up on YouTube. If you ever wanted to see a blacktivist group, if you ever wanted to see what um, black power activism looks like, because you got to remember, you have scholars and teachers and lecturers. Then on the other side, you have activists and people who are on the streets in the boots on the ground doing work that's not like teaching or standing in front of people um, sharing information and lessons. These are two different expressions of revolution. The activists, you need to go and see these brothers. You need to see how these brothers have discipline. You need to see how these brothers have a militant stance towards um, the injustices that our people are um, are falling under. They're not waiting for Europeans. They're not waiting for the judicial system to tell them um, somebody is guilty or not. They're not. They're not necessarily sitting back, falling into that theater right there. They're not going for that. Uh, that because that 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 shit is a Hegelian dialect. They they're taking things into their own hands. So they've been very responsible and they've been very active with giving our brothers and sisters in Flint, Michigan, bottled water. Salute to them. Salute to Zeke, New Era Detroit. Salute to Keith Horton. Salute to Brick the Foundation. Salute to Brick uh, the Foundation's Wiz. You know what I'm saying? She holds it all the way down. Salute to Brother Keith Horton's Wiz. Salute to Brother um, Zeke, um, New Era Detroit. Salute to his Wiz. You know what I mean? One thing that I appreciate about those brothers is that their movement is very family orientated. You see their wives supporting them. You know what I mean? You see family members supporting them because they know it's right. You know what I mean? And they know that our brothers need that support. We should not have we should not be out there on our own butt naked, you know what I mean, without our our loved ones with us, seeing what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like that's very important. But and babies too. The babies should be able to see this. So, you know, that's what it is. But um what I'm gonna do real quick, I'm gonna give you some definitions of these legal terms and I'm encouraging the family to go ahead and do more research on it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm not saying to take my word for it. shit. This, this is just facts. You know, these are the facts. But these are conversations that we need to start having, you know, and things of that nature. So status, the first definition of status, all right, is standing, state, or condition. The legal relation of individual to the rest of the community, the rights, duties, capacities, and incapacities which determine a person to a given class. I'm going to say that again, all right? Because your status denotes what class you're in based on your status. So the argument that has been had in the community is the fact that our people have a status that is recognized as dead in the eyes of the law. I'm going to bring that up in a minute to show you how we are dead in the eyes of the laws. So all of these lawyers that are popping up, all of these brothers and sisters that are doing all of this legal work, 
it's your task. This is not what I. This is not my job. This is not what I do. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not into the legal game like that. But I got the information. I feel that I need to share that, and then the brothers and sisters who are dealing with status correction, the brothers and sisters that are dealing with um, this argument about black and all of this stuff, you need to take this information, put it on your shoulders, and carry it to the family and give it to them in a non-arrogant, non-talking down to them. You know, don't give it to them in a way that's going to turn them away. Come to our people with love. Come to our people with compassion. If you got your status corrected or if you're not, uh, 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 if you're a private individual now, you're not in the public, you know, you you can't beat up on people who are, who are in the public. You can't beat up on people who are still in the, in, in the status that they're identified as dead. You can't necessarily beat up on them because we were not necessarily born knowing this. This is something that was not taught to us by our parents. This shit is not taught to us via the mainstream media. This is not even accessible on YouTube and things of that nature. There's no, you know, group of individuals that are running around really standing outside demonstrating and showing the people what's going on. So. Yeah, that's Pardon me, fam. Um, I'm going to just finish reading these things. Status, standing, state, or condition, right? The legal relation of individual to the rest of the community. The rights, duties, capacities, and incapacities which determine a person to a given class. A legal personal relationship, not temporary in its nature, nor terminable at the mere will of the parties which third parties, which third persons and the state are concerned. It also means a state because it signifies the condition or circumstances in which one stands with regard to his property. In the year of books, it was used in this sense. Boom. Wardship. This, this is the definition of wardship. In military tenures, the right of the Lord to have custody as guardian of the body and lands of the infant's heir without any account of profits until he was 21 or she 16. In Sakish, the guardian was accountable for profits, and he was not the Lord but the nearest relative to whom the inheritance could not descend, and the warship ceased at 14. Warden, a guardian, a keeper, this is the name given to various officers. Minor, an infant or person who was under the age of legal competence, Un, one under 21, a term derived from the civil law which describe a person under a certain age as less than so many years. Minor vengenti quinique annis, one less than 25 years of age. That was Latin. Also less, of less consideration, lower, a person of inferior condition. So when they're calling us minors, you're a minor, and people are identifying themselves as a minor, and black people are minors in America. You're not a minor. You're not a minor on the planet. You're not a minor in America. Our race, our people of melanin, our melanin-heavy uh, uh, race, we're not minors. We are the majority. We have to stop identifying ourselves as minors because what is a minor? A minor is an infant or person who is age of legal competence, right? But the ward of the state, is I showed you the status was 
it meant a state because it signified the condition of circumstances in which one stands with regard to his property. So they have you in minor status, meaning that they have your estate, meaning that they own your resources, meaning that everything in the land of the Americas or wherever the hell, they have ownership of that because you're identifying yourself as a minor. So they're like, shit, I'll hold on to that for them. We'll hold on to this water that we're going to poison. We're going to hold on to the energy. We're going to hold on to all of the natural resources in the land. We're going to hold on to the land. Civiliter mortus. C-I-V-I-L-I-T-E-R-M-O-R-T-U-U-S. Its definition is civilly dead. Dead in the view of the law, the condition of one who has lost his civil rights and capacities and is accounted dead in law. Color, and this is is the definition for color, and appearance, semblance, or simulacrum, as distinguished from that which is real. A prima facie, P-R-I-M-A-F-A-C-I-E, or apparent right. A prima facie or apparent right. Hence, a deceptive appearance, a plausible assumed exterior, concealing a lack of reality, a disguise or pretext. Okay. Colored. By common usage in America, this term, in such phrases as colored persons, the colored race, colored men, and the like is used to designate Negroes or the persons of African race, including all persons of mixed blood descendant from, Af- from Negro ancestry. But where a state constitution provided for separate schools for the white and colored races, the term white race was held to be limited to the Caucasian race and the term colored races to embrace all other races. It has also been held that there is no legal technical significance to the phrase colored person, which the courts are bound to judicially know. Shots. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna give you no more. I'm gonna go to the phone lines. You know, let's just go to the phone lines. Call it from the seven one eight two one three. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace. Call it. Greetings, peace. How are you? You hear me? Yes. Yes, the God is over. Oh man, the God body. Peace to the God. What's good, man? Was goody with you? Yeah, I wasn't sure. You said two one three. That's a two one nine, but it's all good. What's going on? <laughs> Indeed. Oh man, we just here, um, just sharing some information with the family because we were getting into the Flint, Michigan, water crisis, and uh-huh. what we're doing in so many ways is we are sharing with the family that we are being presented with an opportunity now, you know, because everybody likes to look at things in the negative, like everything is so bad for us. Everybody, we're so pessimistic as a people because we're steered by mainstream media and our fears and other things. And, you know, we don't look at the glass half full. We like to look at it half empty. I'm looking at Flint because a Flint is what you put on a match before you spark a fire. I'm looking at Flint Flint as an opportunity for the conscious Flint community. Flint is the stone that the builders rejected. Flintstone. Okay. 
Well, they say that Flint is the stone that fire hides in when it rains, right? And Fact. The, the thing is, that shit is not even just uh, towards black people. That's for the for the world. They're about to start selling water. Water is about to be the commodity. Gasoline. It's called economic shock testing. They just want to see how people are going to react. So, mm-hmm. fact. You know, everybody so, got fam- into the water game. You feel me? The water exactly. game is real. You feel me? So, they let Shout you know. Shout out to Blue Pill. You yeah, know what I'm definitely. saying? Shout out to Blue Pill for getting in the water game many, many moons ago. Shout out to the show Absolutely. that he did called Water Water Wars, where he pointed that out. What was that, last year? Bro, so we, we, yeah. we brought forward somebody that has an aquifer. He right. offered it to the family, had a donate button. Now one of these niggas donated. You know what happened? The global elite came to him. You know where he's at now? Where? He can't be found. <laughs> he's in Africa and all these other places moving water by the gillotons. He's not trying right. to hear what niggas is talking about right now about the end crisis. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So these are the things that happen to people that make these plays and everything for people with poverty consciousness that don't want to step up to the plate. He had an aquifer. His water was rated three times the best water in the country. You understand? Mm. He has the best fucking water in the aquifer. Water that don't run out. The most ancient. He yeah, called absolutely. it Omekian water. Yeah. They called him after the show. Right after the show went off and told him to take that show down. Hmm. And as per his request, I had to take it down. And they stepped to him, and they gave him what he needed. You know what I'm saying? Because the people didn't respond. So now we find ourselves in crisis once again. Well, saying it's indication for the world. They've given out the symbols, man. They just gotta pay attention. Oh no, they've been said it. They've been said blue gold. Yo. They got documentaries on the shit. The UN laid it out. Nobody responds. You know what I'm saying? We seen we seen BP oil spill. That's what made me bring out my water when I saw BP oil spill. Nobody was responding. We seen Fukushima. Nobody was responding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They said that they said half of the ocean got plastic in it. I said, well, if the 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 melanated woman is representation, right, of the 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 matriarch, the women on this planet, governed by the moon, you say, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Then I said that the water. In the ocean is reminiscent and symbolic of the water in her body because she's been eating GMOs for Lord knows how long. So she got all that plastic and radiation in her body. That's what you see in the ocean. As above, so below, they said it's a reflection, right? Yeah. They don't want to deal with that, though. Yeah. They don't want to deal with everything is so separate. Everything is is so divided when it comes to us. We don't want to deal. We don't want to own nothing. Only the glorious shit from three thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to take no owner, ownership of this real shit going on right now. But the deal is, if you ain't trying to get prepared to get yourself some type of farm or something, you you gonna lose. You feel me? Like, like land. But they are gonna wait for Beyonce to make a, a video about it. Okay. Well, see, you gotta think about it. That whole shit that they did at the Super Bowl, that was the indication of them emasculating. The black man's power. It's over the fact that for they, the black man. The fact that they got these women half dressed with berets on, implicating the Black Panthers. The Panthers lost that day. The right? Panthers lost. 
the fix was in. I told you the fix was in. I was like, yo, Peyton Manning is going out with a ring. They're going to make it and, seem like and, Cam yeah. Newton Dick got the jitters my dude, the first time being in the Super Bowl. Not, so not, not, even, not even so much get the jitters. The symbolism is that as the Superman, black man, you're going to get to the yeah. big dance and your team is not going to show up. Okay, so Red, you talking earlier about this being a collective thing, the age of the individual is over. <laughs> I, I, when you know, not so quick. I didn't say no. Let me rephrase that. Come I didn't down say the age hold on, hold on. And mm-hmm. as we move, like Oba said on the show, as we move into the age of, you know, the matriarch with this female president, that's what you're seeing with the information aspect of things that are being laid down the way that they're being laid down with that symbolism. Oh, definitely. So, well, see, that's what I'm saying. They they, yeah. they took, they're in San Francisco, they're doing the Black Panther theme, the Panthers are playing, they lose. Like, you can't see the fix was in? Like, yo, these niggas on paper, they ain't nowhere in the world the Broncos could beat them niggas. The last time the Panthers seen them niggas, they, they, sla- they slapped them, Right? But today, Cam mm-hmm. Newton don't know what he's doing. Like, not likely. If you look at Eli Manning's face, he look like the fixes in. He in the fucking skybox looking like, oh, shit. This nigga going to be talking shit to me because he got two rings now. They done gave it to this nigga. <laughs> you feel me? Yep. That's how he's looking in the skybox. Yeah. And right? then Cam, mm-hmm. yeah, Cam looked like like they had the sniper, like they had a goddamn, they had him in the crosshairs. He was super nervous. Absolutely. And, you know, niggas think that shit is it sounds far off, but, man, don't get it twisted, man. Somebody came and seen him and was like, look, son, today ain't your day. Feel me? Real talk. At the, at the 25th hour, niggas be like, look, son, today ain't your day. You hear me? You get that ball, you fumble that shit. And I told my man, I said, he's going to do everything that you know him not to do on that day because it's all symbolic. So now they got the Black Panther shit, and then they got the LGBT shit going on. So that's just for you to let you know that these, like you are talking about, the minorities, right? So they couple yeah. your fucking your your struggle with the the lesbian and gay community. That's not even in comparison. They got their own struggle, but that's not our shit. Feel me? If you gay, you don't yeah. have to be known to be gay. Feel but me? Black Lives Matter. You got to remember the the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room is Black Lives Matter. That is the you you got to remember, you know what I mean, nobody's talking about who they are. You know, they they, they might as well be the Karanga to your Panthers. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Right. in that regard, like, they have infiltrated the conscious community. Like, what do you, you know what I mean? It's, it's a Absolutely. Rap. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's but a you got to understand that the shit is just, they're just showing you the um the motif of, of, of the of the power of the new paradigm, and so yeah. you know the black soldiers is now females twerking, you know you know they popping the that's what niggas is doing absolutely, and so the Chirac thing, of course, but they're going you know. they're going to try to take it and mutate it. You feel me? They're going to try to take it and mutate it from early because they they hit like. Not for nothing, Spike is ahead of his time. Feel me? Because he was talking about that gentrification shit and fight the power. Long you time. And, and you right got to understand, yeah. don't ever believe that that gentrification shit is based on money. That shit is just the niggas like 
you know, displacing black people. I was watching some shit the other day. They was talking about this town in Georgia, in Athens. This fucking fraternity came through, started buying up motherfucking property, knocking down old buildings that, you know what I mean, people that just out of slavery had built. Sound structures. These niggas like, oh, this shit no good. They're knocking it down. They ain't going to put a fraternity in some golf courses. These niggas out there with Confederate flags in a historically black town. For no other reason than to be like, fuck you niggas. Feel me? And to tell you, this gentrification shit, this shit is just, it's beyond just money, my niggas. That shit is a, it's a like, they got a thing against us. And so every time they get, they try to stick it to us. And until we understand that the only way to stop that shit is unification. It's like a set of ants. You got to grip up together and become one big thing to back this shit the fuck up. You feel me? And so... You know, it's hard to unify these motherfuckers. Like you said, they, they be wanting to harp on some other shit other than just trying to get this money. Feel me? Yeah, and, like, and, that's why I was, I was like, to alleviate all of that other shit of chatter and that Confucius shit that niggas have mastered, the solution on a super-duper small scale, like on a simple scale family, and... You, you you can't look at it in a pessimistic way because I will shut everything down and take a I'll take the family on a trip through Kickstarter. I'll take you on a trip through about eight hundred crowdfunding sites. Europeans be raising money for cats, man. They raise about twenty racks for a bowl of oatmeal, man. They raise eighty five million <laughs> for the Pebble Watch. I promise you, I'm not shitting you not. So. We live in a new. Uh, we live in a new economy. It's called peer-to-peer economy. It's called uh, uh, um, cooperative economy. The Europeans is buying them, Airbnb, Uber, Lyft, all of that shit peer-to-peer. Meaning that you're responsible for your survival, nigga. Self-preservation is the first law, nigga. They took old concepts, gave it new names, and they riding with that. What is a share economy? A share economy is. You niggas got to learn how to share. Right. You're not right. going to make it. You really, you, I don't understand. I don't think people understand this new world that they live in. The evolution will be digitized. The switch over from analog to digital has been made. If you don't adapt with all of those antiquated uh, old school men- mentality, like you got to tap in. The family is halfway there. They be on YouTube. They're dealing with technology, with the live streams and everything. Awesome. What we really need to do is to introduce crowdfunding to the residents of Flint, Michigan. I counted, I, I pulled up the census. There's about 60,000 melanated brothers and sisters there. So if we could get 30,000 of them to put $20 investment into their future, talking about water filters, because that bottle of water shit is cute. And it's essential for right now because people get thirsty. But they're in the middle of the winter. They need hot showers. They need the baby might defecate on itself. You know, you're going to do the wipey. You're going to do the baby wipes. But the baby got to get washed down. Are you going to pour Deer Park on the baby? Right. Are you going to take a shower with Aquafina? Like, you're not going to do it. Let's just be sensible. You know what I mean? You know, people got to brush their teeth and all of that stuff. So we got to get water filters. We could make, we yeah, could do a demonstration definitely. where we raise hundreds of thousands of dollars a week 
All we got to do is go down there as a community. I, I would say I wouldn't say bring too many teachers because if niggas get up there and start give you know start that um, pontificating and and and, and the zealotness about Jesus and or whatever you know, it's gonna turn and it's gonna get real ugly because chairs are gonna come flying. Facts. I throw a chair. I, I don't want to be in nobody's presence on some serious shit like that. And they start with this bullshit. I'm throwing chairs, man. I'm tired of this shit. Real talk, man. I'm tired. And I got, and I'm going to have my Detroit. Yeah, I got people on the grounds in Detroit. They ride for the kid. So we will have to come out there. Those that are serious, you got to cherry pick people at this point. Those that are serious, leave the egos at the door. Get in front of those people, right? You don't talk down to them. We give them a demonstration about what they could do to save themselves and their babies, not tomorrow, not some shit that happened in the 60s. Like, leave all of that alone. Give them the now. Talk to them in the now. We in the future, family. Y'all got to be talking more futuristic. These niggas don't be talking futuristic enough. You got to talk to them in the future and show them what's available. Like, I, I pulled it up on Alibaba. They got water coolers on Alibaba. Alibaba's in China where they make the stuff. For the low, for the cheap, cheap. So, you know, it's it's um, it is race first, right? Because it's race first everywhere else. So it's race first. So our people, our people get this water filters in their houses first, okay? Our people. These are the people that we collectively come together and help out, and. It doesn't necessarily have to be the members of Flint, Michigan, to put the money in the crowdfunding. Why don't we all just come together and throw a dub up? You, you threw a, you threw twenty dollars away today, I'm sure, or sure. you have twenty dollars that you could put because you, you everybody talking about this water rush. So the same twenty dollars that you gave Walmart or Kmart or Target or any other of these corporations that got rich when, in theory. All of the bottled water companies, because they have surplus, and they also got tax write-offs. How why the hell are we buying water anyway for Flint? Why don't they just get that shit up? Isn't Floyd Mayweather from fucking Flint? Right. Don't they pay yeah, taxes? He's from Grand Rapids. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, it's close enough. It's close enough. So all I'm saying is the community now, we say that we united. We say that, Bobby, you know, we, we, we say we made it. Nigga, we made it. We we just didn't catch up to ourselves yet. Remember that was the talk in the community. Oh, now we already won, but our light body trans the, the light body transmission didn't get to the earth for another six years. So, so you know we just played catch up. <laughs> but in six years, nigga, we're gonna take over. That was the conversation. So all I'm saying is, amongst the people who have made it, why don't we just come together, put all of the full bullshit to the side? It's a million of us. I counted the numbers. Put ten dollars or twenty dollars on a crowdfund, and let's go up in Flint on some Black City, like the brother uh, Dr. Reggie had proposed. I, I fucks with it. The Black City takeover, and you take over because if you feeding the people and giving them water and filters and stuff like that, I mean after that the government don't got enough. They lost their power in the eyes of the people. Right. So that's all I'm saying. It it it, it could be done. It really could be done, and um. We can utilize that model, right, to go to the UN and other places and talk our shit. So I was just saying that I love the way that the ancestors are working this year. 
Um, I'm seeing all of the signs from our, our ancestors, our elders becoming ancestors to the crises that is almost forcing us to be activists or blacktivists, if you want to call yourself that. And I'm feeling that shit. I like activism because we could talk for so much. I want to see babies. It's about talking. It's about doing. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see mothers, single mothers who are crying. I want to see a smile on their face. Like, I want to see our brothers who look downtrodden and they don't have, they just giving up on themselves. I want to see them pick themselves up. But, but really, the conscious community has to, like, bulldog the entertainment community, the black entertainment community. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean... The, this is my because thing. They, I call it edutainment. Are, huh? I call it edutainment. Right, but but what I'm saying is, it's up to the to black to the conscious community to bombard the entertainment community. Oh, and in order right. to necessarily get the to 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 send the the, the frequency out there, like yes. there was a time. When native tongue and all of that shit was what was popping, and niggas was running around being the Wabians and all kinds of shit, feel me? Yeah. And so, because what's, up to what's interesting? Mm-hmm. With this whole thing so, with Beyonce, they say that she's appropriating the the image of the Panthers. They got all these people online going crazy. Oh, this is organic. This is GMO. You know what I mean? Those right. were not real Afros. Those were sonins, like all of this stupid shit, right? Right. But what so they should you... talk about, <laughs> what they should hop on if they want to be historians is the contributions that the black entertainers in the 60s contributed to parties like the Black Panther Party, like SNCC, like the Black Gorilla Family, and all of these other organizations like the Nation of Islam. Do you know Bumpy Johnson? Uh, used to bring bags of money to the nation. The Bumpy Johnson was holding down Harlem with the numbers and all of the underworld things that you talked about on the show, Black Magic Matters, Brother Obar, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he, yeah, he was a contributor to uh, our people rising up, right? He was a contributor to the conscious community of those days and times because he didn't talk about what he... He let his money talk. They knew that we needed finances in order to move forward in this quote-unquote race or this quote-unquote journey or this sojourn that many of us are on. How is it that you have athletes that are drinking from the well of consciousness? Dr. Umar Johnson is on the Housewives. Uh, you got other brothers. He's on the Breakfast Club. You got Polite hobnobbing with the stars in Hollywood. You got all of these other people who are benefiting off of consciousness. There, there's athletes that are hitting me up like, yo, they're coming on 125th Street to do videos with us. You got actors. You got rappers. You got uh, all of these people. You got porn stars that are into consciousness. My question is, where the fuck is the contribution? Where's the, where's well, the, where's the, where's the Like, yeah. No, where's the reciprocation? It's up, it's, up for, it's up to the conscious community to make consciousness an industry. In our hands, so that all of the conscious T-shirts and all of the conscious clothing and all of the conscious uh, regalia and things that people people gonna put up in their houses is being 
funneled through the conscious community. They get in the money. You understand? Right. So that you 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 make it an industry in the sense that it becomes trendy. It, it, you know, a trend goes and comes and goes, but it always comes back around. And so, if you keep it in the industry, you might be able to necessarily catch motherfuckers at a time when they might just wake up. You feel me? That you might I get a little bit of a spark. You feel me? Um, it, and so it's up to us to necessarily bombard the, the the pop culture with our culture because it really is our shit. You feel me? Like yes. Were you were you seeing that nigga Jay Z when he was doing his shit with Questlove and all of them niggas? He was trying to be doing the motherfucking conscious step. You feel me? And so Fact. now niggas got a motherfucking put put their imprints on it. Like y'all got the conscious clothing, right? The, the the Kings County shit. Like Yeah. You you, you you make that so that it becomes a brand and it becomes trendy and then with the trend you want, you bring the conversation so that it be becomes culture. Like there there was a time when niggas was they was on some God body shit and niggas asked you what your mathemat what today's mathematics was, you had to be able to spit that shit and if not you was considered a lame. And so it has to be the same type of mentality today, but you got to take advantage of the fact that there is a despair amongst black people collectively. Even if they're not conscious of it, there's something in them right now, as we stand, that is empty because they are seeing all of their heroes being plucked down in front of them. And America's saying, acting like on some real passive-aggressive shit, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Feel me? Word. That shit can breed insanity. You feel me? That that Bill Cosby shit, that shit is real, son. The niggas did that shit just to fuck with him. Feel me? And now, that, that, yeah. now the shit they ain't making them the think about the shit being over with. They just let yeah. it ride. You feel me? Yeah. You already know. So I'm glad that you brought that up because we have... Um, we have a we have a presentation called the Conscious Industry, and then directly after that we have a presentation called Facts: Food, Art, Clothing, Tech, um, and Shelter. I did it in Detroit before the water crisis. We did something called Revive Detroit, and we 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 got we went there specifically because we knew it was coming. This was on January second. We did it in I did Facts in Miami, and I did it in Jacksonville, Florida. And the response has been very positive, so I'm waiting to get on Sinetta's couch, and I'm going to do that. To the, I'm going to show that to the family there, like you said, to show the importance of the fact that we now have an industry family. We now have within these different sectors or these different um, niches or these different markets, we have media. We have new media. All right, we have the access. We have the opportunity now to have our own streaming service because we have enough content to justify that. We have our own music, all right, called God Hop and other forms of hip-hop. We don't want to sign to nobody's label. You are now in a digital era where you don't need distribution anymore. You damn sure don't need no advance from nobody to record. You could do that on your own. You don't need nobody to mix shit down. You could pay for that. There's people in the community that can, they could barter for that shit. Y'all give you some Kings County if you mix down my album. I give you some sea moss or some shit, some herbs and whatnot. If you mix down my arm, what happened to bartering? We have now, we have um, 
clothing businesses. So, yeah, we got industries. And if we agree collectively to not shop outside, forget all of that fake boycott shit. Just agree to come within the industries and strengthen the industries because one of the challenges that I have as a clothing company is that I need to get into a factory that's bigger. I need workers to work with, and I need more hands on deck because I can't handle the amount of orders that I'm receiving. So if we identify ourselves as an industry, and I'm like, yo, it's about five or six of us clothing lines in New York. All right, we're not each other's competition. We're working together as a matter of fact to really show that we're working together why don't we all start offering equity and shares in our companies and I'll buy up shares in each one of my brother's companies because I want to see you win. Now I have a vested interest in each one of your brands. I'm going to become a brand ambassador at each one of the brands. I own shares and equity in each one of the companies. We are going to work amongst ourselves and build our business credit up, and we're going to take over a factory that has multiple silk screening and embroidery machines will all work together because guess what? Our main competition is some Bati Boy labels from Rome. Versace, D&G, Moschino, all of them are Gucci, all of these Roman labels. That's not us. So that's who I'm against. I ain't against my well, brothers. See, I ain't against, well, see, huh? Well, see, the thing is, the, 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 the one thing that you need to put first is to get that is the acquisition of some type of property. If you get some kind of uh, a factory building, you can do whatever from that point on. Like, That's right. Not from like on some real shit. Like um, you know, remember the you remember the Cry High Youth Collective. The who? Cry High Youth Collective on on Franklin Ave. Oh, Robert Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Steven. I Ave. remember that. I'm, Shot to him. That nigga's a fucking thief. He's a fucking yeah. he's a grenading thief. Anyhow, um, <laughs> they had that big building on Franklin. They had that old that old factory, and they had all kinds of shit popping off in there, right? Right. And the niggas I get a hold of another. Yeah, man, that shit was like I used to paint on the murals over there with men looking fucking and on, on Bedford Bowl and all that. That's I put in work on that there, boy. Feel me? I was painting since back in the days when, you know, <laughs> FAP was real heavy and all that. Reason hell right. and them niggas was acting. Reason hell, you know what I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be sitting out there, all the little, the little trash cans. On remember on Franklin Ave, they used to have the big trash cans with the with the paintings on them. I did all of that back wow. then. Mm-hmm. Feel me? But they had that collective. They had that building, and he was doing that nonprofit shit. And so if you get it on some co-op shit and then you put all of those clothing lines together and not for nothing, Amazon is a good way to motherfucking get your shipping shit together. You feel me? You get a fucking account with Amazon, man, you be pumping out shit all over the country, all over the world, in fact. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's, 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 um, there's a way it's just niggas got to put their heads together and get on some hustle shit. You feel me? Like, the thing I is, mean, you got to apply mm-hmm. the same hustle from the street to everything. And so the yes. same thing with the consciousness. You got to you gotta shove it down niggas' throats. Like, this is what it is, my nigga. You don't see me? Pause. Like, now, yeah. yeah. Can you some... speak about your uh, appearance and what has been your reception after 
you've been on TV. There's never really been a time when people have seen Luke and me on TV. You know, you brought it on Black Ink. What has been your reception thus far? Well, you got to understand, like, there's a lot of people that know me from the streets that always knew something was different about me, but that just kind of, like, confirmed it. You feel me? And those people that have really been paying attention around me, if they ever, if you was ever close enough that you came to my house, you know what the, you know what it's hitting for. <laughs> so, um, it was not even. It was just kind of like it was seamless. People just knew what it was. Like, oh, that's what he do. Like, oh, okay, now nah, it makes sense. Um, you know, people in my community, they was, you know, they was hyped because we get a bad depiction of most times. You know, they'd be having us on law and order and the lady looking crazy and all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? So to see that the shit done tastefully, motherfuckers appreciate that. Um, you know, and that was my only concern about doing that. Like, I didn't want them to be trying to turn this shit into some fucking Halloween special. All right, you know I mean? so I'm going to ask you another question because this is often the time I see a lot of blowback that the brother... Like Brother Polite is getting, you know what I'm saying, from people that are uh, Puritans in the community saying, well, you shouldn't be having that information over there with them people. Yet and still, you know, they're the same people that say, you know, we need to break out of this bubble and pretty much, you feel me, speak to the masses who in, in, in all actualities who you're supposed to be trying to reach, right? 85 are dumb, deaf, and blind. You're supposed to be bringing the information to them. So what what has been the response from your direct community? You know what I'm saying? How do they feel about the information being mainstreamed and publicized? Well, it, it's, a, um, it's a paradox, you know, because... This is not, as, from an American standpoint, this ain't our culture. Like, we adopted this shit. The Cuban niggas been holding this shit down for a few centuries. Feel me? And so right. they they are, they candid about this shit. They give a fuck. You know what I mean? Because they think is you, you doing it or you doing it. I could show you all day. I could write a million books about it, but you ain't really doing what we doing. You feel me? And that's what I be trying to explain to them is that they read these books and they're like, oh, I understand E5 and no, no, you don't, because you ain't doing it. Feel me? You gotta be, and and it can't come from some book, and it can't come from some fly by night motherfucker that decided they, you know, he gonna profess himself to be something. Nah, you gotta put the work in, and that shit is real. So the people in my community they look at it as a a, a plus because I ain't give up nothing. Well, there's a whole bunch of shit that we do. And even if you saw it, you wouldn't know what the fuck it is anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit is encoded. And so there'd be people that practice this shit. They don't have a handle on what the shit is. They just got faith because they got results. They undid some shit. And, you know what I'm saying? The shit came out the way that they needed to come out. And it was probably an impossible feat. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. But it's not some quick to figure fix it up and shit for nobody. You know what I mean? It's a, it's to come to get a navigation to figure out what you need to do. You know what I mean? It ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? Some people right. are just they just non-believers to anything. It don't matter what religion you put them to. They ain't going to the mosque every fucking day. They ain't going to church every Sunday. <laughs> right. So 
giving them some of this shit ain't gonna make them no motherfucking believer anyway. So let me do this. Right, I see a caller in a call queue. Let me open up this line so we can really get it cooking in here. Caller from the three two three. Three two three two one eight. Peace. Caller from the three two three. You there? All right, we'll get back to that. <laughs> yeah, man, I was I was gonna use this show to go live on a live stream with the YouTube channel. I want to start trying that out, but we might wait till I'm gonna wait till the next show, maybe Friday show, and also to the family that was here last show. Our sister, a Genesis, is definitely gonna come back for her own show. Um, the sister was in the call queue for the whole show, but she didn't have her hands up, so we were only able to get her on for a brief amount of time. And the um, show that we're doing in Atlanta got postponed, I believe, until the spring equinox. That we're gonna we're gonna give it some time to promote because we were doing a last minute thing, but we're gonna push it into the spring. So um, just look out for that. But the sister will be back to do her a uh, full show. She got a lot of yeah. good feedback from the information. And she also Family. came in and set it up for the Beyonce thing. Mm-hmm. She came through on Friday yeah. and, and lined it up. Her and Mama yeah, Pill. lined it up. Um, as you know, family, you got you got the red, you got the blue. We're twins, but we are different individuals. We have our separate walk. With that being said, Red Pill got his clothing line. It's called King's Count. In a day or two, you will see Blue Pills clothing line. This is not competition. This is about artistic expression. You feel me? He's red. I'm blue. So I'm a little bit more cosmic. My head is in the clouds. You feel me? Dedication to Delbert. You know, I be talking to them crafts. So I'm doing something to pay homage to what we are, you know, calling our, um, you know, our cosmic futuristic outlooks. I want to take you far into the future. I want to advance our ideology and our conversation using fashion as a canvas. I have been setting fashion trends since I was 14, family. I was a legend by 1992 in the streets. You understand? Exactly. So, these are facts, yes. So, it only grew from there since 92. Okay, so I think I know what I'm doing at this particular point, and I welcome you to journey with me on this next this next level, this next move, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm synergized with my twin. This is not competition. I'm just adding on to the conversation, and I'm taking it somewhere else. Everyone that knows me knows I'm always four or five years ahead of this thing. I laid the foundational bricks to what you call the modern-day conscious community, so you got to trust me with this. I know where I'm going. The conversation is going to shift and you're going to have the wardrobe just in time for you to be part of that 
resonating with that frequency. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm establishing is an online apparel store that's not just for my brand. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be like the Karma Loop. You know what I'm saying? Of streetwear. I'm not saying it's conscious streetwear because I don't even know if what I'm doing is considered conscious. You know, but these are artistic expressions. And there's an art show that I also will be participating in um, coming up in March. I know the date, or I was told the date today, but I'm not going to announce it until it's solidified. But it's going to be mid-March. Um, and, and, you know, I can't get into all of the details of this art show. It will be in Harlem. It's going to be unlike anything you've seen before. You know, this year will definitely be the year of demonstrating in the nine-year you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that we've been holding on to that we haven't brought into the open. You know what I'm saying? Those things will be brought into the open this year. We're going to set a lot of records straight. We're going to shut a lot of suckers up. You know what I'm saying? And yet, all things pseudo, too. You feel me? Like, all this shit is pseudo. You know, we're embracing that. Okay? So, tune in. Like I said, I'll be putting the information out. And, um, you know, just gravitate to it, not just because of something that I'm saying. You know what I mean? Just give it a fair look. If you resonate with it, you know what I'm saying, get with it. And um, I think I'm still going out to Arizona this weekend to the Rock and Mineral Show. So if anybody wants to get with that, email me at pmorpheus at gmail or call me 347-504-1444. We still have some investment opportunities available. You know what I'm saying? For you to get your hands on some of this precious stones and these precious metals, you know, ain't nothing like resonating with the mineral kingdom. And then you conquer the plant kingdom before you can consider yourself the king of that animal kingdom. You know what I'm saying? So get your foundations together, family. Get your foundations together. And, um, yeah, Brother Oba. I got some. I got a cold calorie shell jewelry line coming out. You know, okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. And I attended the the Harlem Fine Arts Festival this past weekend in Harlem. Um, met a good brother there, Frederick Douglas Moore, a young brother in his in his mid twenties from Texas. He's an avid KTL listener. I think I told his story on Friday. He come from, from the mud, from the swamps, from the hood. He said he don't know no smart people in his family. He been listening to KTL. You know, I got some clips that I put up on, on IG of the brother. Sharp as a whip now. Like, he has devised his own little pamphlet-type book where he's comparing the Sanskrit with the um, Medunetcha, with, with, with Hebrew, you know what I'm saying, and, like, alien script, like, his shit is just transcendental where he's taken the information and translated it and made it art. You know what I'm saying? He travels mm-hmm. the country selling these art. He's part of a fine art movement just off of the strength of what he's been learning these past few years. This is somebody I don't even, you know, I just met homie, but his whole career is based on what he's been able to gather and glean from the KTL University. And there's many stories like him because I run into them Everywhere I go. Feel me? So, this is a beautiful thing. Um, If y'all tuning in late, 
the brother Dr. Umar Johnson had to postpone. He had a incremental incremental weather situation wherever he was at, and they pushed back his flight, so he's probably in the air right now, and he could not be on the program in air at the same time. I don't think they've mastered that yet. You feel me? So we're going to be doing the follow-up, you feel me? And um, it's going to be just as monumental as it was going to be tonight, and even more so because, you know, the topics keep piling up. You know what I mean? So it's never going to be a shortage of things to talk to our good brother about, and we look forward to it. You know what I mean? This is a conversation that's well worth the wait. Indeed, let's but, go to some callers because yeah. we got hands yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got hands up, so let's do that. Let's highlight the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Some lines. You can hang out with us, Oba? Yeah, I'm here, baby. I'm here. Right. All right, I'm let's go to caller from the 256-337. Caller from the 256-337. Caller, peace to you and yours. Welcome to KTL. Peace, peace, uh, Brother Blue, Brother Red, Brother Oba. Can y'all hear me? Call? Oh, it's my brother Herb. Yes, sir. Herb is in the building, man. Yes, indeed. Your phone is a little low, though. Okay. Let me uh, switch it up. Okay. All right. What about now? Is that better? A little something. You sound like okay. you um I, I might need down there with the little mermaid in them. <laughs> All right, yeah, I had to tur- turn it up. Is that is that better now? It's cool, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, man, I just want to say what y'all are doing is powerful, man. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I want to say this, man. You know, they did a study the other day, and, and, and uh, it's almost like what you're saying was prophetic, All right, as far as the water thing, because about, uh, I guess, four hours south of Huntsville, they said it's it's a little town down there. They found lead in the water, probably like ten times higher than what was going on in in uh, Flint. You know what I mean? So, you know, so you know, so it's just like you know, it's kind of like what uh, Elton Gregory was talking on too. You know, and I got I got to give him a shout out to that, and I also got to give a shout out to the general on on him telling the people to be prepared in case of a catastrophe that y'all brought out. I think it was this time about you know. Uh, about a week or so ago when y'all had him on, you know, because, uh, you know, he, he did, he was selling the people, you know, so um, I just want you guys to know, man, that y'all uh, have been right and exact and on point with it. And what's been puzzling me, though, and, and uh, kind of got me, you know, still in a loop, I can't see why these millionaires won't just go, go ahead and utilize um uh, you know, getting that money, you know, and what I mean by getting that money is taking up, opt out, give somebody in, in one of those poor communities, build a treatment little thing back there, erect the tower, and go ahead and pull off of that uh, fresh lake, you know what I'm saying, and just get all it, all the paper, go private, and say forget them since they don't want to, since they don't want to help the people, you know, so it's almost like it's a, it's a setup in, in, in the making, you know, you know, like what uh, Blue was saying, I think, about, you know, the water thing that he was talking about several years ago, you know. So, uh, man, it's just, you know. And then also another thing I wanted to say, too, about the Cam thing. Cam had played ball and uh, got a, 
a ring with my little cousin, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all remember him, Jay. He's by my, by my height, you know what I'm saying? Maybe into two. Uh, but anyway, uh, so to make a long story short, I've seen his, you know, demeanor ever since. You know, he won the national championship down at Auburn. And, uh, you know, and I got to, you know, say, man, that he was not himself before the game ever even started. And just to show, you know, uh, this as well, when the game started, I didn't even watch the kickoff because I knew for a fact that he was going to throw that game. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like they hit him with the Jordan, how they did Jordan. If y'all remember back, you know, they went with Jordan, you know, with that scenario. But, shoot, Jordan just said, forget that. I'm going to win. And, you know, he paid the price with his dad, although the media made it out to be as though it was uh, – you know, some some hoodlums, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you know, it just go, it just goes to show on that level, <laughs> you know, uh try not to respect the rules if you want, you know, they're gonna come at you, you know. And, uh, yes indeed. Like, uh, brother pointed out earlier, he was like more than nervous if, if you ask me, he never had any fun with it. I ain't never seen nobody just knock the ball out of his hand like that because the boy is a beast, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, that shit was a like, setup. That shit was a setup. That shit was. Listen, oh, oh yeah, it was. Just, he ain't never played ball like that in his life. Okay, not even on his yeah, first round in the suit in the, in the NFL. He plays a game like that. Feel me? Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, it's not it's not unthinkable to think that somebody done put the moves on him. Remember, the boys that got locked up for that joint shit, that wasn't the niggas that did it, because they said the original cast that came in that they saw was two Russian niggas, right? And the same shit they had with with, with Bill Cosby's son, supposedly some Russian niggas plucked them. The Russians. And and so you know that the Russians are the mob at this point right now. Yeah, yeah, man, when it comes to that gambling and all of that shit. Yo, trust and believe what I tell you. They go on one day, you gonna find the nigga Kanye West in some fucking big ass scandal, and it's gonna have something to do with fucking Kim Kardashian. That bitch gonna be dead or something. It's gonna be some fucking OJ shit over again. That's what I tell you. For me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it though. You know, they're gonna line it up. He 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 played right in their hands. He's playing out the role. They're gonna set him up just like OJ. Oh, he Why? looks so sweet. Yeah. Why? Yeah. One, thing, one thing I can say for, for sure, two things for certain is that y'all have been on it, man. You know, everything y'all spoke came back to be Can't prophetic. Can't hear you, brother. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. Now, I was saying mm-hmm. that um, everything that y'all have spoken on has came back to be prophetic. And also, the, the, the 44 as well. I, now, I'd be damned. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Like, uh, hey, okay. these motherfuckers. The people don't deserve nothing because they ain't ready for nothing. You understand? They'll sit there and they be like, yo, if I ain't going to say that that boy, uh, you know, he prophetically called that shit, we just not going to say nothing. <laughs> you know, your silence says more, mother. And you just giving it up. God damn it. How would I know? I can't hear you, bro. I said, I said, I want you to help Red to remember, though, on the mixtape when he can get ready to drop. 
Y'all got to get on that, man. The people are fiending for it, man. It's coming. But what did I say? I said on Friday night show, I said what? I said do not think that what you think is going to happen is going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. Don't get your hopes up high. So I told them without telling them because I can't run around here and tell niggas the Broncos are going to win. They'll try to have you in the motherfucking um, in the race trade, you know. Yeah, can we trade him for um, yeah, him and Raven Simone? Yeah, can we get them for Dell? All right, deal. Nah. <laughs> well, you know, to me it's all theater because I'm just concerned. I'm just looking. I'm looking for the 44s. I'm like, they're going to pop up. I see them on both sides, but they're going to show up in the game more evident than ever. And when I seen him miss that 44 field goal, I was like, oh, there it is. It's a wrap. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, it was, they're telling you that the cowboy is on top of the black man. You know what I mean? The Broncos, it's nothing but this cowboy shit. Some old old southern. It's the same colors as the fucking uh, as the, uh, Confederate flag. Don't get it twisted. Let's, 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 let's take a look at it like this. You say cowboy. Let's look at the Bundys, right, and the militia and their response to situations. And let's take a look at Black Lives Matter because the Panthers have evolved or devolved, whichever way you want to look at it, into Black Lives Matter. Right. Okay, in terms of don't get in your, um, your panties in a bunch, family, I'm talking about in terms of national prominence in the 50-year anniversary if somebody was just to peek in and say, well, where is the activism in quote-unquote black America now? They would point and say, oh, it's over there, Black Lives Matter, D-Ray, Ghazi, and, you know, the the, the other black lesbian women that started it, with Beyonce as their spokesperson, and Jay-Z just gave him 1.5. Okay, so that's Black Lives Matter. And then, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Cam Newton you know, I, I did a video about him with Brother Rich. I didn't know that he had put the uh, the, the, the ballerina tutu on. I ain't know that. Yeah. Prior to that video, I was talking about his sexuality as a threat. That's yeah. why they was trying to get at him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that they got him in the dress already, you know. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. So, you know. If you look at the militia, the, then they had them coming out in the jeggings. Yeah, he came out in the jeggings with the Charlie Brooks yeah, and all. Yeah, yeah. And then he came out in the Westbrooks, right? So, and then um, so if you look at the Bundy's response to crisis, if you look at their militants versus Black Lives Matter, because remember when the Bundy's both times that they bucked on the system, it was against the BLM. It was against the Bureau of Land and Management. Mm-hmm. Which is the acronym for Black Lives Matter. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, if you're talking about militants in this country, would it not be the Cowboys, and not the Panthers? Absolutely. You know. But um. <laughs> Maybe, you know, and this is no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? No, no, Maybe no, 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 no. <laughs> no disrespect. But well, and shout out to my, yeah, shout out to the New Black Panther Party, 
You know what I'm saying? My brother, Dr. Ali Muhammad, not the brother from ISO or ISIS, but another brother. He's been on the program before. Very militant brother about his business. You know what I mean? I would love to see him more uh, or his movement more on the forefront of what black people need. You know what I mean? Because he's about that uh, pistoleros. You know what I'm saying? Arm resistance. So I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm gonna make a prediction. The um the uh, mortality of Asada Shakur is in great danger. Because of the, the symbols that they just put out, mm. feel me? They, they, that, right. that means that they're going to get it this year. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Opening the queue is wide open right now. Oh yeah, definitely. They're going to get it. Yeah, it's a nine year. They closing. They closing cases. Yeah. Well, you got to understand that the the, the, um, the uh, ransom fund is what like two million now. Right? Yeah, it's too many. Right. So, you know, motherfuckers over there, you know, they start getting wild. Um, you know, some of them, you know, they still got white boys over there. For me? Mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I know where that, that nigga's at. And there you go. Yeah, so you, you know they, they, you know they, they got boys on the ground. Yeah. They're going to get us. And I hate to say it, but I'm telling you, what's the day? This is what I'm telling you, they're going to get us. Trust me. me. She's on America's most wanted. She's number one on America's most. She number one. Yeah. 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 She's number one. And they're gonna they juxtapose and they use a Beyonce already to juxtapose, you know, police Panthers, police Panthers, police Panthers. Yeah. So we gotta look at Mumia. We gotta look at Sada this year. So they're going to, I'm trying to tell you. Real right. I've been sitting here listening to y'all, and the, the symbols is all there. They're going together. Really? Yeah. And keep in mind, even even when you see, yeah, even when you see, yeah, hold on, yeah. Let me get it. Go ahead. Who opened up Cuba on an educational trip? Before Obama came and said, yo, we are relaxing restrictions on Cuba, it was Jay-Z and Beyonce, okay? The J and the B, the twin pillars, Joe, Boaz yeah, and Jackson. They went up in there on April 4th. Hold on. That's what I forgot. Okay. So you're talking about 244 resonators married on April the 4th that took their vacation, their anniversary vacation, and opened up, went to Cuba. And then the next thing you know, the Obama gets the visit from the Pope, and they normalize relationships. You know what I'm saying? So, and like I, said, I was about to say, even that scene, her connection with um, New Orleans and that watery scene, all of that is reminiscent or signaling or channeling on Cuba as well. You feel me? And like I told y'all in that video that I did, the first video we did with Doggy Diamonds about Cam and, and the Panthers, you know, this is a bridge. What did I say? I said this was a bridge to the Super Bowl that they held in New Orleans when the Saints came marching in when they had San Francisco playing the Baltimore Ravens. 
she is the sink to that because that's when she did the Gemini ritual. So what does she do? She comes back for this particular performance. She brings the ball back with her. They drop it on Saturn Day. If you add up February 6, 2016, you're going to get 44. Mm-hmm. So, right, which is the 8, dealing with that whole Saturn energy. Damn what anybody say, Okay. That's what they're pulling on. They're <laughs> using the melanated aspects of that 666. Because formation in Gematria equals 666. So does witchcraft. And it equals 666 and it equals 111. So what I'm saying is that, okay, she's in the craft. What craft? Because we damn sure know that she's crafting. We damn right. sure know that what we looked at was magic. Right. Right? Right. Even the Europeans seen that. Maybe she was about to fall and push her back up. Nigga, where did they do that at? Where did they do that? Nigga, that shit was juicing right there. You ain't see that? This was about to bust her ass and something said, wait, wait, hold up. You got to get this work. You got to give this work. There's no way. They're going to get the sister, son. I'm telling you. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a touchy situation. It's gonna to be real touchy. They're gonna to put it on television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going to, and they're not gonna take her alive. Right. Feel me? No. They can't. She, she can't testify in that that case. She, she's well, innocent. Yeah. Because remember, whoever becomes president. That has to be the work that they put in. That's the sacrifice to whatever God, these Greco-Romans, these Ptolemy, uh, Judeo-Christian, Freemason, whatever you want to call them, they have to offer something to their deity. Remember, Obama was Osama. He had to send them up, even if that shit wasn't real, the ritual. There has to be a sacrifice. George Bush had Saddam. Yeah. So. Yeah, Hillary really. Yeah, she already got Gaddafi under yeah. her collar. So and they didn't beat the and they didn't beat the drums. They was beating the drums on 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 the sister. Then they calmed down to allow Trump to move in this whole presidential thing to heat up, right? They didn't put her on the plate yet and be like, yo. They didn't make that one of those um prerequisites. Uh, Huh? Prerequisite. They call for yeah. campaigning points. But we all know that um, when Trump gets his thing popping, huh, you already know what it's gonna be. Well, see, the thing is, it don't matter which way, which direction you look, you fuck. Either, Either way, way, you fuck. The scorpion, yeah, he's a Gemini. <laughs> you fuck. Yeah. Or the scorpion, Hillary is a scorpion, so that's war, right? You had a, you had an era that we were under a spell. Cause let's be real, family. I have trouble remembering shit before two thousand and eight, man. Is it just me? <laughs> Not real talk. Like my point yeah. of reference is off just when I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. what we were doing in the community before '08. I get, I get tripped up. I got to go, like, Facebook got me messed up with the reminders and shit. Like, I got to go to Facebook reminder, 
or I got to go other places like my old YouTube channel and look at the dates. Like, damn, this is a different, I feel, well, we've been under a spell for eight years. Let's be clear that the Obama thing was a ritual on a grand scale. I say that because the day after he got elected, some shit happened. We 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 changed. We went from the super duper hype. Everybody was going, oh, over this, and then the next day, that shit was like a spell. So the concert community got weakened during the Obama era, the era of a Leo. This was the Leo at the Leo leadership. It is very interesting how the leadership of America changes the temperature in the all-around environment of America. Case in point, that now you are, this is the, the era of West Haven. This has been a West Haven for all economies. Now, like Obama said, either way that you look at it, if the scorpion comes in, you're fucked. That's billary. That's, billary. that's three strikes. Look at what Bill Clinton did to us during his term. Yeah. Hillary is a warmonger, Regan, feminist, She's a war. Scorpio, yeah. unstable witch. All right? All of that, oh, we got a first oh, lady put. Man, you need to miss me with that. If you so easily love by this fake-ass, uh, we're bringing a woman president, and you don't want that. Not from her. Maybe Shirley Shizzle. You should have... You 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 know you Negro should have been on it back then. <laughs> and if you look at it on the flip side, on the Republican side, if you bring Trump, we don't even have to talk about Trump blowing the trumpet, the Gemini, the the megalomaniac. Like that is he is a combination of Reagan, uh, Clinton, and Bush in one person. And Giuliani, yeah. And Giuliani in one person. So either way that you look at it, the minute that ballot is, the minute that president is declared, mentally, the whole temperature of the United States of America changes overnight. This is a new spell. It's Caligula. It's Caligula. Hmm. So they are galvanizing the European body the same way that the African-American Negro body was galvanized with this magical Negro Obama when he was doing his, when he was doing his magic trick on niggas. So he's uh, Trump is speaking to the Bundys. He's speaking to the Alex Jones crowd. He's he's doing it. He's he's almost galvanizing them in the same kind of way that we were galvanized, but of course at a lower energy. You know, he's speaking to their lower nature. He's speaking to their hatred that they have. He's speaking to the genetic red blood eating red state Americans. And that's where he's resonating on the base root chakra of what people in their psyche know and feel. And that's why he's connecting. And trust me, the more that I move around, it's niggas that love Trump too. Oh, oh, oh. oh listen, they done told me. Listen, not for nothing. I was watching some shit that was, um, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan was saying some shit about he, he agreed with some of the shit that Trump talk. said. I seen it. He was like, "Oh yeah," and, and what he said. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I I feel the same way. If you got beef with some motherfuckers, don't be letting them niggas no. in the country. That shit is just no disrespect. Right. Yeah, no disrespect to anybody on the Nation of Islam that's on the line or any Farrakhan sympathizers. But I went to the No Homo lecture with uh, Tazari out in the home. 
and he showed a clip of Farrakhan talking about his love for Medea. I got questions, man. Like, God damn it. Yo, son. Like, if, 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 they put, if, they, if somebody was debating Farrakhan and they put, and they summer jammed him with that one, it would be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'll plug yo. Game over. Game over. He said, Madea is the most important. He said Tyler Perry is the most important actor. He don't see a man in the dress when he sees Medea. Medea is the personification of the black woman. Ooh. Bar oh. none. He said, I see nothing wrong with Medea. Medea is a fucking cigarette smoking, handgun carrying, uh, <laughs> bike beating. She be beating her husband. You know, she's ratchet. She's a fucking mess. And it's a man in the dress, bro. You could say Nell Carter. You could say. You could resurrect the memory of Nell Carter, bro. Like, come on, man. Mom's neighborhood, somebody. You have to say, I'm a person. We're going to go to callers. We got more callers. We got a lot of hands. Oh, no. Let's open up. Somebody said, no, he didn't. I need to find that clip. (laughs) Or my daughter. (laughs) I saw it was not edited. There wasn't no voiceover. (laughs) The shit with the straight eyebrows had me, you know, I was on the the fence. You know what I mean? When he talks about straight hair and eyebrows. But this one right here. I was like, my good brother, your signals, uh, you're sending out a lot of mixed signals, you know. And I, and we also have to think about where is the response from a Chicago resident to the crisis that is taking place in Flint. You, or you hashtag or else stuff, man. So let's go to these callers. I want to open up the line for six seven eight five two zero. Caller from the six seven eight piece and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Yo, peace, man. This is uh, Raziel, but uh, you call me David. Peace, brother Raziel. Salute. Uh good, man. Um, as I was saying, man, I'm from. I mean, I'm not from Flint, but I'm from Pontiac. So okay. okay. I don't know when y'all travel. Did y'all see? You know, Pontiac at all? I've passed through Pontiac. Yes. Yeah, so Flint, Pontiac, Detroit, it's all along the, you know, I-75. And so it's it's all the same city, you know what I mean? So, but, you know, now I'm living down in Atlanta because I had to get away. There's no jobs up there, you know? Yeah, it it looked like a ghost town. You know what I mean? But uh, I want to say salam alaikum to uh, the Tataoba. Well, Malik Mustafa, what's going on, brother? Malik Mustafa, yeah, most right. definitely. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm a political myself. Um, I came down here and you know found my calling in Palo, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But anywhere it goes, you know, I'm from there, man. And the thing is, bro, um, you know, I'm an '80s baby. I, I was born '81, so okay. you know, when I came up, man, like. Bro, after we got out of high school in like ninety eight, ninety nine, bro, you could go get a job at the plant and be making fifteen dollars an hour. Right. 
you didn't you didn't have to do no hustle. Mm. Yep, like that. Fifteen dollars an hour, bro. Like fifteen dollars right now ain't nothing but fifteen dollars an hour in the Midwest. Eighteen year old, bro. We was out there balling, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying, my dude? I'm gonna tell you straight up. We was out there balling. So I was in Detroit, bro. I was I was in the D with people from uh, Puritan. I was there with brothers from Seven Mile. Uh, all of them, and they were explaining to me how the factory jobs was the go-to. That was like, you know, in, in New York, nowadays, if you come through with UPS on, that shit that they were talking right. about with Bismarck and them back in the days, yeah, that, that that's done. That's a done data. If you come through with UPS in a party, like, you you might, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know like, bro, you know, like, like bro, you the, bro, I'm going to tell you, you, you the life of the party, bro. Like, uh-huh. you the man there. You the man. Like, if, if everybody know, oh, he a supervisor at the GM plant. <laughs> like, everybody knows you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. knows you. You the man, bro. Right. Legend. You're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, oh, he make, oh, you know a girl, he make a $17 an hour. Like, all the girls, you know what I'm saying? They talking about you. Tell them how much the rent is. Like, that's the man over there. <laughs> no, tell them, you know tell, them how much the, tell them how much the rent out there is. That's the shit that blew me up. Oh, bruh, I can get a two-bedroom, three-bedroom. I can rent me a house, four-bedroom house for, like, 800 so that's yep. what I'm saying. Like, if I'm making, if I'm 18 years old, I'm coming straight out of high school, making 15 dollars an hour. I mean, I'm making, eh, you know, about what? I'm making about what? Thirty-five, four thousand a month. So, you know, I can get an easy eight hundred dollar house for rent. And then, you know, boom, hey, the yeah. thing we love is the Impalas out there in Detroit. We love yeah. the Impalas. Yeah. We love them. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, love them, you love them box. You love them box. Yo, the Impala, like, I mean, man, let me take, I'm going to take y'all way back. Like, I'm an 80s baby. We right. was with them, uh, 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 man, I mean, we with them Chevy box. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When it real got big like, in Florida, yeah. we was already doing it in Detroit. We was already doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like that how? was our thing, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, bro, when them plans started closing down in, like, 2001, 2002, I'm telling you, man, it hit hard. Like, it hit real hard, man. Right. Like, I seen pretty much the city shut down, bro. My grandfather... Is originally from like, like deep South Georgia. He was brought up to Michigan. My mother, bro, got a master's in engineering. They laid mm. her off after fifteen years of mm. working with General Motors. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying, like, bro, like in the early two thousands, when like the nine eleven, all that started happening, and the uh, stock market started crashing. Bro, I'm telling you, like, it really hit hard, bro. And that's when Flint went down. I mean, like, I used to party up in Flint. Like, 
Like if you lived in Flint or you lived in Pontiac, um, like like going downtown to Detroit, that was the city. That was a trip. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's putting in, like, bro, let me get five dollars for gas money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's back when gas was cheap. It was like, bro, let me get five dollars. Let's go down to the city. It'd be, you know, five people in the car. They put five dollars in. Oh, we gonna ride out. <laughs> That's back when gas was cheap. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I'm 34. You know what I'm saying? So y'all, I can, I hopefully know y'all know where I'm coming from. Everybody uh-huh. in, oh, let's go right out. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, where what is, we used to, hmm? Go ahead, brother. Well, what I'm saying is, like, okay, when I was in my 20s, like, that was the thing, man. We was all working at the plant. We was all making that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? So to put in some money to go... Go drive down to the city, like that was a treat for us, bro. Like, bro, I remember when Kwame first got into office. I said, man, I used to party with him at the club, bro. Yeah, that was like, the homie. I'm, I'm I not heard. trying to, like, I'm not really trying to talk no no crazy stuff. I'm saying like I saw him at the club, man. You know, no, I mean, used to party I mean, with him. Facts. They was telling me about. Kwame Kilpatrick, they was like, look, man, you could see the big homie at the titty bar, bro. Yeah. Like, he was hood all the way. So keep in mind, keep in mind, they gave Big Meech 30 years, right, for running uh, for running a, a, a drug enterprise that spanned uh, the, all of the goddamn, the damn continent damn there. It spanned all of the states. He had about three bodies and some other things. They gave Kwame Kilpatrick the same time. And that's his man. You know, him and Meech was cool. They gave him the same time as Big Meech. So the the mayor of Detroit got 30 years, but Governor Snyder and no one in his cabinet, they're not even speaking about the years that they're facing for the bodies. Like, remember... There was a rumor about Kwame Kilpatrick killing the two strippers, right? They had the strippers killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strawberry, her name was, because of mm-hmm. the affair and whatnot. But they never proved that. They, he didn't have a body on his account, on his charges. They never proved it was hearsay. But Snyder, Governor Snyder, has about um, a few thousand murders on his hand because remember what lead will do to the body. That's radiation, family. It's a dundada. If you don't implement uh, seahorse and other uh, uh, ways to um, to counter that, you can't put no babies in rate and in chemotherapy because they drinking lead water. But see, here's the thing, though, bro. Now you're dealing with Detroit politics. You're dealing about local and versus uh, versus the county. Okay. Yes. Now what I'm saying is this. I think Kwame did a lot, okay? But he could only do so much based upon his status as, uh, I don't even want to go this far, but I'll say it. Based on him being a black man, he could only do so much. He could have done a lot more. But it's only so much that the county politics was going to get him to do. So what... 
when he got into the things that he got into, which were wrong as hell, but, but bro, he did some foul things, okay? I'll ask you honestly. He did some foul things, and that's some research that everybody needs to go into and research, and I don't want to put that brother out, but I'm just saying he did some foul shit. But at the same time, he did some good things, bro. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, those governors, like Governor Snyder, they knew, they knew what was going on in the Flint, man. Because I'm telling yes, you, bro, did. I'm going to tell you honestly. Um, like I said, I'm an 80s baby. So I used to party in Flint back in, like, 98, 99. And, bro, Flint was not a spot you wanted to go to to party. Okay, <laughs> it was not a <laughs> like you was the you was the OG if you went there. You know what I'm saying? You was the nigga if you went to Flint to go party. Like that was not it a was spot. Turn, it was turned up, right? With them chicks, huh? Because they ratchet, they turned up out there. I heard that them guns go off. It ain't even about ratchet. It's about yo, bro. I seen a dude get thrown out of a. Uh, I seen the dude get thrown out of a club, like the club window, bro. Yeah. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm not coming back here. <laughs> Let me go back <laughs> to my city. <laughs> I ain't doing it. So what I'm saying is, at that time, it was already going down because the plants were closing up. Like, people didn't have no jobs up there, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, since, like... Let me see that. What the Clinton era started, what, in 94? 93? Ever since then, the plants, unions, I should say, that's what we really need to focus on. The unions been breaking down, and so, like, people don't have no jobs. And so if people don't have no jobs, what comes in? Poverty. And we all know what kind of problems come in with poverty. And so, bro, from Flint, Going on down to I-75, because Flint is at the top north of 75, going on down, poverty just started to hit and hit, worse and worse and worse. And then, bro, before I left um, Detroit, like I said, I live in Atlanta now. Before I left, I was living in uh, Grand River and Schaefer. That's damn near, like, downtown Detroit. Bro, if you look at the conditions of the city, it's horrible, man. Like, there are literally streets with no houses. There's some streets, I'm going to tell you honestly, no exaggerate. There was a street with one house lit up, and the rest of the whole neighborhood was none but just still. Word. I've seen it. Did y'all see that in Detroit when I came? I saw in Detroit a building that had to be hit by F1, like a, a jet fighter. There was no way, it was no way that a fucking drone did not attack that building because the top of the building was gone. Like the rest of the building was still standing, but the whole top of the building was completely blown away. Who blew the top away? Hmm? It didn't erode away. It didn't steal. It, nobody stole those bricks. Somebody blew that shit up. I'm looking at houses and I'm like, yo, what kind of war took place in Detroit? Am I like, did mm-hmm. I miss? Did my subscription to CNN run out one month and I just missed the war that happened in Detroit? 
I promise you, okay. that shit really so, looks like drones so, hit it. So, so let me tell you what's something crazy. Um, I can't think of a certain area. I want to call it Briarsville, but I can't think of a certain area. Ask your boy, Trevor Soon said it. He'll know. There's a certain area, but there's a lot of areas in Detroit where this is what these these crazy dudes was doing, the dope boys was doing, all right? What they'll do, they'll light the house up, wait till the guys come out, kill everybody, all right? And then, boom, if you sell them dope in the area, they burn your house out and have you come out. Like, like poverty, um, the... I mean, poverty was crazy, bro. Like the whole, the whole thing was crazy, man. I seen people burnt out their house. Like it was crazy, man. And that's why I said I gotta get out of here. You know what I'm saying? I got kids. You know what I'm saying? I gotta yeah, get the hell out of here. Let's be very clear, family. You know, we were talking about going into Detroit and setting up shop, but what you really have to consider. And what also has to be on the bill is we have to begin to implement our own private security firms. Mm -hmm. We have to begin Mm -hmm. to implement utilizing some of the organizations that already exist, such as the Fruit of Islam, Mm -hmm. such as our Hebrew Israelite brothers, or those good old Pan-African RBG brothers, you know, who we could utilize our Panthers, you know what I'm saying, some of our RBG brothers, you know what I mean, um, any because that Detroit is an open carry state, so mm-hmm. you can you can initiate what is what Blackwater initiated with all of these private security firms, ex-military, okay, all of our brothers and sisters that are in the conscious community and teaching us. But you guys are ex-military or military because I don't know what an ex-military is. The same way that there's no such thing as a um, you can't be an ex-Mason, can't be an ex-police officer. Mm-hmm. Can't be ex any if you part of a fraternal order such as the armed forces, my nigga. You're always gonna be in the armed forces because they could come and get your ass at any. They they could put your ass um, what do they court martial and do whatever. They could pull you up on treason in any any time of your life because of that contract. So we could utilize ex military or military active military, and you guys could become private mercenaries. All right, let's just keep it a buck. That's what it is. You're you're a mercenary. All right. Let me, say this. Let me say this real quick. Please do. I'm sorry to cut you off, your wisdom. Not but at let me all. say this real quick to everybody. All right, and I'm trying to do this myself. The houses and the real estate is so cheap. Okay, you could damn near take two thousand dollars and buy up. Three acres. Okay. I mean, brother, I live there. I live downtown Detroit. I live in the heart of the city where, I mean, it's not even this. Okay, let me me really say this to the people. Is that it's not a lot of crime. Okay, yeah, you got your crackhead. Okay, yeah, you got your drunk folk sitting at the store. But it's nothing that can't be controlled. It's nothing that will really harm you. Mm-hmm. I used to go out at night at 12 midnight, 1 at night, 2 at night, to go to the Coney Island. I don't know if any 
if anybody introduced y'all to the Coney Island? Yeah, I was introduced to Coney Island with the food. Okay, bro, you had some wings at the Coney Island? I'm sorry. Did y'all go out to the Coney Island? I, no, they put me on the Coney Island, but I didn't make it out there. I, I went to the casinos, okay. Motor, Motor City and all of that. Oh, bro, I'm sorry you didn't go to the Coney Island. But anyway, go. Like, I want to really say that there's there's not much many crime, man. Like, nobody will really bother you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just that you have people in poverty. So people got problems. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So you're going to see people um, addicted to alcohol, drugs, uh, whatever. But nobody really bothers you. It's just that people are in poverty. But the thing is, there's so much land to be bought, and those foreigners, they're coming in, and they're buying everything. And the thing is, in my opinion, and I ain't trying to be conspiracy theorists, but they're trying to push us the fuck out so that they can buy the land. Because the thing is, what I found when I, um, you know, I've been going back and forth living from Detroit to Fort Lauderdale because I have a lot of family in Fort Lauderdale. So yes. I've been, having, been going back and forth. And what I noticed is that when the last time we went back, now they have this quote-unquote midtown where near all the uh, Wayne University, the rent is like fucking, excuse my language, but it's like mm-hmm. three times the amount around the city. Like, bro, there was an apartment for like $1,500 near the school. But you can walk down the street and the apartment's like $500. So why are they doing that? They're trying to push us out to get other people in. And so the thing is, we need to start investing our money in there, okay? And it really, I mean, really it's just about getting about a good $1,000, $2,000. And just really it's about getting a construction company together to fix up the house. That's, That's all it is. That's I mean, all. that's it. I, yeah, I even shared, facts. I even shared with the family what you just shared with us that, you know, to remember who the residents of Detroit are mm-hmm. and the contributions that they that's shared up. with engineering and manufacturing and the fact that all over Detroit are empty factories with the machinery already yes. inside of yes. it. You also have brothers and sisters who are downtrodden that if you clean them up and you can reactivate, because let's be honest, you know, a fucking crackhead is, you know, where did they get the mechanic skills from? Like, how did they become engineers? Is it the crack? Were they doing it before? Are these the leftovers from trade school? What's going on? But everywhere that you go, Crackheads are engineering stuff. They're working. But, so but brother, you, let me tell you. Let me tell you, though. Let me tell you. It's my grandfather's friends who taught me how to fix my car, who were crackheads, okay? Yeah. They were straight crackheads. 
right? But the thing is, they told me how to fix my car. They told me how to fix this. They told me how to uh, build my house. You know, they told me, like, uh, I said, Granddad, man, I got something going wrong with my plumbing. Oh, let me call uh, JoJo. JoJo crackhead like a motherfucker. But he know how to fix the plumbing, though. But that's what I'm trying to say to you is yeah, the fact that amongst, yeah, amongst our downtrodden and amongst mm-hmm. those who have turned to, because you spoke about when the um, companies left, the depression that they took in, they kicked in. Mm-hmm. As a result mm-hmm. of the companies leaving and them, them um, shaking up the more fabric of life, a lot of people went into um, controlled substances or uncontrolled substances. A lot of people of descended into drug usage. So amongst those people who have descended, you still have skilled people that are of the skillful mm-hmm. and talented class. So if we come through as um, if we come through with a holistic approach to both resurrect the fallen or uplift fallen humanity by presenting them with you know, opportunities now to clean themselves up the same way that the nation was, was, was known for doing or the same way that the Moors were known for doing or the same way that the nation of gods and earth, they took people who were rough around the edges and cleaned them up. They're known for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, yeah. We could, if we could say, yo, we're going to buy up a whole block, we will offer, before we go to the Mexicans, we will offer our brothers who have mental health issues or they may have economic issues or they may have drug issues. We will know how to clean them up. Know how to get them we know how to get them out off of the off of whatever drug it is. We could pull people mm-hmm. out of that, that state without mm-hmm. using twelve steps. And as a result of that trade off, we need your labor. We need your talent and skills. The same way that you could take a quote unquote illegal alien. I don't like using those terms because those are colorful right. terms. A Mexican is right. not an illegal alien. The only illegal alien that I know is a goddamn pilgrim, a European mm-hmm. who came over mm-hmm. here with the canon law from the Pope and took land in blood. Those are illegals, all right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The same way that we can use the Mexican for their labor, why we can't use one of our brothers and clean them up? With the with the clause that if, you, if we see you high, you out of here. Like, we're not tolerant, zero tolerance for the, for the bullshit. So we could clean up Detroit. My, my, my question to you is, how do you feel about the concept of going amongst our brothers and sisters, first in Flint and then in Detroit, and presenting to them crowdfunding? Telling them, that, look, we've been, missing the, we've been missing the main point the whole time. The main point is the numbers of people. They don't got nothing to do with anything else. This new this new Economic, uh, um, the new economic mm-hmm. uh, programs that are being used are predicated around numbers of people, like Facebook, like they call it the free economy and the share economy, right. like Facebook and Google and all of that. These are free companies, family. Y'all don't got to pay mm-hmm. nothing to log on Facebook. You don't got to pay nothing to log on YouTube, but they're billion-dollar companies. Why? because they monetize advertising, they monetize data mining and things of that nature, but it's dealing with the numbers of people, how many followers you got, mm-hmm. how many views mm-hmm. you got. Now, in the YouTube, in the conscious community, it don't matter how deep you are. 
if you getting 20,000 views and up, you that nigga. People are like, yo, he's deep. I'm listening to him. If you go viral, you become a leader in the community. That shit is absurd. Nobody would have thought of that years ago. But that's where we at with it. So it's a numbers game. Knowing that, all we got to do is go amongst our people and say, I know it's knuckle draggers. It's niggas that's, you know, completely gone. You're never going to get it. But we might have 20% of the residents of Flint to say, yo, if we put $10 into a crowdfunding campaign, not not a reward campaign, Kickstarter, not that, the equity crowdfunding, the regulation A-plus crowdfunding that allows you to raise money up into $500 million and you could get shares in equity now. Nobody told our people that this shit changed. So now you go amongst the residents and say, yo, we're going to be buying up water filters wholesale and we're buying up property. And we buying up all kind of holistic approaches to clean the water and to clean the metals mm. out of our people's body. Mm. Fuck the government. We don't need them. What is your like, thought? Could uh, that work? Like, let me say this, brother. Um, I used to buy, uh, like a couple years ago, I used to buy the silver water, gold water, et cetera. I loved it, bro. I fed it to my kids and everything. Like, it, it, like I loved it. But here's the thing, though. Um, everybody in the quote-unquote black community, or even if you want to call call it conscious community, don't want to work with each other, which is, it is what it is. But now, when it comes to, like, the Midwest, where I'm from, we got to start appreciating. It's not about Flint. It's not about Pontiac. It's not about Detroit. It's about, look, the water system is messed up because I'll tell you, there was some times, bro, where our water was dirty as hell, man. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody thinking this is something new, but this is something that's been going on for a minute. Now, it just so happened that they got the worst of it, which I, I hate. But the thing is, bro, I'm going to tell you, Flint is a dead-ass city. Or that's the way the quote-unquote powers that be have left it as a dead city. They knew what they were doing. They knew the water was was bad. I mean, it's not even a conspiracy, man. They knew that water was dead. Because that city, bro, I'll tell you honestly, in my opinion, me being from there, it's been dead since like ninety seven. Everybody mm-hmm. everybody been cursed with it. It ain't been dead, bro. Alright? They should have moved out a long time ago because they want the people to move out. They want us to move out of these cities because they want to go ahead and kick us out the and black majority. And take over and start doing what they want to do, just like in New Orleans. Yeah. After um, all the they already purchased um, the land. Right. So they already purchased the land. They want us to get the hell out. And it's like, well, let's do something so we can get the people out of here. And that's what basically is. They want the. They want us as quote unquote blacks. However you want to feel about that. They want us to get the hell out. That's and that's what I saw 
when I journeyed through um, Detroit. That's what I witnessed. I witnessed a depopulation, yeah. a mass exodus yeah. of a black city on scales that I've never – we were downtown, and I was calling people from Detroit like, yo, am I in the right downtown? Because every place that I've been that's a downtown in a major city is bustling with life. There's a – Oh, no, bro. A, no, 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 bro. Bro, they call it uh, Midtown now. <laughs> They call it Midtown. Bro, it's never been called Midtown. And I tell you, like, I'm 34. It's never been called Midtown. Now that shit's called Midtown. Over where Joe Lewis stayed in the them? Yeah, they call it all Midtown and, you know, it's the new downtown of Detroit. Bro, it's never been called that, bro. The thing is, they Hmm. they trying to get us the hell out of there so that the foreigners can start coming in and it'd be just like bustling tourist town. That's what they're trying That's to do. That's exactly right? what they're trying to do. But this is what I told the family. I said, when I went to Detroit, what I saw was Harlem, 1986. Mm-hmm. The rich mm-hmm. era where mm-hmm. all of these brothers are kicking themselves in the ass because they didn't go ahead and purchase the dollar brownstones that the HUD put up for sale. Mm-hmm. And they were like, mm-hmm. why would I buy this crack house? Why would I buy these yeah. run down brownstones? These things are rat infested and they and they and they, they were housing all of these drug addicts. So I was born in the Bronx in nineteen seventy five in a dystopian environment that's similar to the dystopian environment that you see reminiscent of Detroit right now. Keep in mind mm-hmm. there's a sixty mm-hmm. minute special with a president, President Carter was in his limousine with Mike Wallace in the Bronx in the 70s. He told him to pull the limousine out over, got out of the limousine and was like, I'm the president of the United States of America. Why didn't anybody mm-hmm. tell me that there was an urban war that took place on, 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 new, on American soil? And I didn't get the memo because he looked at the buildings and looked around and he was like, this is a war zone. But when you come into the Bronx or New York City now, what you see is the same thing that you just said. It is a tourist paradise. They have reconstructed all of the um, all of the surrounding boroughs. Look at Brooklyn. Brooklyn is the number one most expensive place to live in America. This is Brooklyn. This is wow. Brooklyn, bro. This is Brooklyn. Is that the, the nickname for Brooklyn was Crooklyn and Brooknom. What the hell? I don't even know. They cleaned that shit up so fast. It happened mm-hmm. so quickly that nobody, you know, we didn't even know what happened, and it's too late. And you that's can't what even they try to out. Huh? That's what they're trying to destroy. They're trying to push I know. us out. Because I'm telling you, man, <laughs> you don't understand, bro. Like, it's blocks that don't have no houses. I or it. if it has houses, bro, it's like two, three, four burnt-out houses. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, it's it's neighborhoods I see, that I are see, just... I see all that open land. Yeah. You know, it is and that's um, why, it's amazing. that's why I tell the people, I tell the people, bro, even if you got $2,000, just buy at least a couple acres. Because that's what I'm trying to do, man. Buy at least a couple acres because the thing is, when these uh, big corporations come in, 
they're going to start buying up everything. If you got ownership of that land, it's worth go. Wow. So that's what I tell the people, like, for real. And I don't want to take up a lot of time, but I'm telling you, buy up at least an anchor. And I'm telling you, anchor, bro, is going for like $200 now in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's real cheap, man. Here's a caveat. Something. Here's a caveat. They have legalized marijuana. They have mm-hmm. they set up multiple um, uh, dispensaries all up and down Detroit. Okay, family. Mm-hmm. I don't know all of the specifics behind the legalization aspect because a lot of people told me that those dispensaries are illegal. You know what I'm saying? And and they just it's a lot of Arabs that run it and they like, yo, they yeah. just open air with it. But yeah. if you buy acreage outside of the adjoining counties or if you buy barren land acreage, you can through um licensing and other things of that nature, maybe I'm not hundred percent sure, so don't quote me. But maybe oh, you can look bro. into growing. Bro, let me say something real quick. Because, like I said, I'm from Pontiac, Michigan, and I want people to really research Pontiac, Michigan, okay? Let yes. me tell you, um, I've had, there's my high school that I used to go to mm-hmm. was, like, closed back in 2000, no, it was closed, yeah, it was closed back in 2003. My the elementary school that I used to go to was closed in 99. The other elementary school I went to was closed in uh, 1993. But now, those schools were bought by a Syrian uh, committee. That's what they said. Yes. Uh, that research online. A Syrian committee. A Syrian uh, I don't know, Syrian, Syrian? I can't pronounce right. Yes, Syrian. Syrian. I'm sorry. Yes. Syrian committee. Talk about Dearborn. Right. That bought out that school, and they bought out also the acres around that school, and now they're going to introduce these refugees, quote-unquote, these refugees that are going to live there. But now, mind you, within that same city, like I said, it's Pontiac, it's nothing but a majority black community. So where do you think the jobs are going to go to? Okay. Like, bro, they're they're are bringing these people in, and they don't care about us no more. And we got to start caring about each other. And we got to either get the hell out of that city or we got to start building our own and, and stand in front for ourselves. Yes. Like, how the hell they, can they buy a school and we can't buy a school? And we, exactly. How can we I buy still, a school back? Like, man, I'm telling you, bro, it's it's deep, bro. It's really deep. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I really appreciate, appreciate y'all letting me on the show, but I'm telling you, man, it's some real things going deep or real big things going on 
in our community that we got to look at. And, I mean, they're still taking advantage of us in a big, big oh, way. Levels, on levels unfor- un- unseen. Unseen. They're taking I mean, advantage of us on levels unseen during this, like I said, during this um, collective lulling of sleep that our people have been under ever since the presidency of Barack Obama. That's just in my humble opinion. They've been taking advantage of our people at levels yeah. unforeseen. Yeah, yeah. Niggas have gone to sleep, and they're comfortable mm-hmm. in the pot cooking. They're cooking us mm-hmm. slowly. And brothers and sisters have been, um, they, they they just under a mystical spell, man. No, yeah, I mean, under- man, but oh. I'm tell you, brother, when I got that stimulus check from Bush, Bush Jr., everybody was loving that. <laughs> I'm sorry, say it again. When everybody got that stimulus check from Bush Jr., everybody was loving that. Right. So, like, com- 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 comically, I'm trying to say is that, I mean, they keep on giving us these stimuluses. They keep giving us these extras, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. Caught in this slavery of a sense. And we gotta get did, out of it. Did did you hear when I was giving up these legal terms earlier on the show? Yeah, about the uh channel slavery. I mean, we're still in some type of slavery. No, no. Beyond that, I was giving up legal terms that identify everybody. Status. Mm-hmm. I gave him the legal term for status, civil mortuus, color, um, ward of the state, minor. These, keep in mind, you know what I mean? We have to be honest with ourselves. These are the terms that we identify ourselves as on um, contracts. We say it mm-hmm. out of our mouths in public. We call mm-hmm. ourselves the minority. We call ourselves mm-hmm. minors. We identify ourselves by color and status. We don't understand that status denotes um, that you're standing in society, and they are. We are part of a caste system, family. So in this caste system, they've identified white and black as two different statuses. It's not about color. Keep in mind, you have to study the Europeans when they were different tribes, like Germans. Irish, Italian, it's only recently under the Wigamore Party that they even came together under the status or the um, caste system of white. The shit is new. And the Europeans were going to war with each other. What the fuck? What do you think World War One and Two is about? They not. They wasn't in conjunction with each other like that. But they identified themselves underneath the status in the corporate structure of a corporation called America. So I was just giving up the simple terms. So we even be tra- we even serious about moving forward. You can't you going into Flint, but you a minor. You're, you're identified as a minor. The, the governments are not even coming to help because it's majority minors over there. They're not coming to help them niggas. They're like, yo, you're dead in the eyes of the law, Katrina Let refugee, useless ears. Yes. Let me ask Bill. Okay. So let me ask you this, brother. Um, so, for instance, um, what's actually that happened? Um, 
I'm trying to put the question together. Basically, okay. So, for instance, when, I mean, what were we over here as a people? You know, I know we were already open. Like, uh, I don't have no question about that. I don't, I don't even like disagree with people when they say, "Oh, we we weren't over here." I'm like, no, I was already over here. But mm-hmm. my question to you is, what were we trying to form with these colonizers? You know, Remember, where were we trying to pit them? Did you see? Did you see the revenant? The Revenant the movie Revenant. with the Revenant, the Rever, the Revenant movie with DiCaprio. It's been nominated for a whole bunch of awards. Yeah. Now, yeah, in the Reverend, all right. So in the Reverend, in the Reverend, what you saw was this: you saw the Europeans before they were being called white. Mm-hmm. Europeans mm-hmm. were identified as what the French. Then you had yeah. the other Europeans that were in, in, in the uh, quote unquote. What were they? British or English? What were they? Mm-hmm. The ones that DiCaprio was working under, right? Yeah. So they were doing what? They were trappers. They were trapping, meaning that they mm-hmm. came to do commerce. They was they were trapping furs, right? Mm-hmm. They were trapping furs and they were trapping pelts. They were trading horses for pelts. They were trading horses. They were trading um, pelts and furs for guns. You know what I mean? They were trading them furs and shit for liquor. It was a big commerce thing taking place. What has always taken place whenever our people showed up on the shores of a foreign land or whenever a foreign people showed up to the shores of an aboriginal indigenous land, you were commencing in trade. So while you were doing trade, you had to sign certain treaties. Look. You're only allowed to go over here. If your ass cross that line, then you're going to go into a territory that's not a tribe's territory. The motherfuckers are going to take your head, okay, because those people are not a part of our tribe. So you saw the different Europeans, were they they into slavery? Were they enslaving Negroes? Did you see that? Did you see that? You saw the Aboriginal indigenous people of the land that they depicted as pale Indians. But we have proof, and we've shown on multiple occasions that alongside those pale or rather those amalgamated Indian mm-hmm. tribes, you had Indian tribes, motherfuckers with long-ass dreadlocks, gold in their mouth, tattoos mm-hmm. all over their face. It's in the journals. Mm-hmm. It's all in the journal. Mm-hmm. Who the hell were the Seminoles? Yeah. How the hell, who were the Gullah Geechee tribe? Who were some of these aboriginal copper-toned tribes? Those were niggas, all right? So yes. uh, Colombo, Colombo said itself. Huh? No, what I was saying is Colombo, Columbus said itself. No, no, like Colombo. He said journal. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said it. Cortez said it. Pizarro said it. Colombo mm. said it. It's all in their journals. They came into contact with Aboriginal black people the same way that America is populated by multiple nations now. It's a melting pot. You still had that concept in those days. Remember, when the Moors were defeated in 1492, Columbus was sent as a, he was sent as a scout 
by Queen es- uh, um, Isabella. They, he had a fucking. They they sent him with a papal bull. Mm-hmm. And they sent the Portuguese. They split the whole shit in two places. The the um, Spaniards got to go into America to search, and the Portuguese got to go into the coast of Africa and search. Mm-hmm. They were looking for um, a European by the name of um, what's this? He was a mystical figure, right? He's supposed to be. He was supposed Peter, to be in India. What is, what is his name? Say it again. What is it? Something George? Yeah, it started with a P. Peter Peter George, Peter John or something. So they went into the Americas to scout. When you look at their slavery records, there was a slave trade that started in America, not in Africa. They were shipping Americans, Coppertone Americans, over into the slave markets in Seville before they started the slave trade from Africa into America. And then they found gold. But here's my thing, brother, is that, you know, like I said, bro, I'm plural, all right? So I study, you know, what we came from, like, Cuba, from the Caribbean, et cetera, that that, uh, indigenous religion, et cetera. And so here's my thing. Where the hell we got this Spanish language from? I understand, okay, somebody could say, oh, well, it's just from, you know, we was enslaved. But, bro, Where did we I, get our I studied, like, they, they'll say, oh, we were just enslaved, and that's why we got the Spanish language. But, bro, in the Congo, they was already uh, Brother, about... we are the progenitors of language, of liberal. Right, the right, average right. African that yeah. you know right now, mm-hmm. how many languages does the African continental... Remember, this is mm-hmm. the post-colonized African. How many languages mm-hmm. does the continental mm-hmm. African possess? I mean, it's damn near like 100... I say 100,000, bro. I don't know. So they're not, they're not bilingual. They're multilingual. We are multilingual. We brought Mm -hmm. language. We brought the Mm -hmm. tongue, the sword. Mm -hmm. We brought that. When they say that the Moors raised up the Europeans off of their knees and stuff like that Mm -hmm. from grunty Mm -hmm. and then these other things, you know, we're not not just the Moors. What happened to them when they went into Kemet? They be trying to throw the Moors. Like, they went into Kemet and learned some shit too. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then it became Mm -hmm. Egypt. The Ptolemy period, the Greco-Roman, they learned some shit in Egypt too, sitting at the feet of the fucking masters for 40 years. So these languages, we've mastered these languages. They didn't teach us language. What they did right. was they made us forget languages while they mm-hmm. perfected the languages and they began to switch around meanings and things of that nature and they started acting like that, that was their language. They can't. They mm-hmm. they they're not the progenitors of that language. So keep in mind. Keep in mind that when in Spain, do as the Spaniards do. So we was all up in Spain speaking Portuguese. We were speaking Spanish. We were speaking a version of Spanish, a broken version of Spanish, a, a, a version of Spanish mixed with Arabic. You know what I mean? We came into the Americas. We were speaking Algonquin and some other things, right? So the mm-hmm. quote unquote. 
Spaniard culture or the Spaniard tongue is a tongue that we were speaking prior to the European colonizing us, good brother. Also French yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. That's our shit. That's our shit. Patois and all of this. So we, was, we taught we them language. We taught them language, man. We taught them language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. So that's where that comes yeah. from, man. Like, they're not as sharp as we give them credit. You have to give them a timeline and take their words. Their words were, we were savage in the dark. You know what I mean? Like, they were good fighters. They were they were they were very resourceful but on the they battlefield. Were the ones in the dark. But keep in mind, when you go to war with a savage, how do you defeat a savage unless you become more savage than that savage? If you go to war with a person who will eat someone on the battlefield, right? Yeah. If you go to war yeah. with a cannibal that will eat your face, mm. and, you, and here it is, you got all of these morals and stuff like that. You, there's no morals mm. in war. So we went up against yeah. the people who have these are original savages. They have no morals. They are they are cannibals, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 will sacrifice themselves by the multitude to achieve something, yeah. right? They go to lengths in war that we won't go to. There's brothers who came back from Vietnam was like, yo, the motherfucking Viet Cong would cut the arm off of the baby. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. they were just doing shit. The, the the Americans they they're not they're not they're not wired to do the shit that the Arab is doing right now. They're not that kind of right. soldier. Right. These right. niggas are vanity soldiers. They won't blow themselves up for the cause of Uncle Sam, but the Arab will. Right. There's something inside of their doctrine that is programmed them to uh, fight wars in a way that is taking that shit. They on ten. The American soldiers are on eight. So when you went up, when we went up to, against these people, yo, they were a little more savage than us. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about a 700. The Reconquista was the first war, right? Then the Inquisition was not even really a war. The Inquisition was like how they have the war on terror, and they're utilizing all of these new rules and all of these new laws to demonize and to criminalize things that were naturally, you know, the people were naturally doing. So when the Inquisition came, they were like, yo, anybody doing magic, any Poleros, anybody summoning the spirits, anybody who's summoning the elements, that's anti-Christian, burn them at the stake. And if we find out that you knew about that shit, we're going to burn you at the stake. Okay. Family, hold on, hold on real quick. The Inquisition was all about getting rid of more science, etc. Facts. Hold on a minute, okay. real quick. Okay. Family, call in. Call in before we go off live. We're gonna still open up the lines and go to the callers. We're gonna deal with every single yeah, call tonight. Here by time up. Nah, we building. The family is getting these. Okay. They getting jewels and whatnot. So I'm sure that they appreciate what they get. Um, family, the show was sponsored by KingsCounty.BigCartel and also My Power Pieces. Um, thank everyone for coming through. We we got love and light for the family. Uh, come back on Friday. Like I said, we don't have a date for the makeup show, but we will when we get in contact with our brother tomorrow, we'll give everybody the date. But please believe that we will have a powerful show to follow up on Friday. But back to what we were saying with um, – 
what was going on. So, yes, similar to what we see take place in Haiti where they're like, yo, now that the Christian church has risen up, they're like, yo, we bur- after the earthquake, they're like, yo, we're going to persecute the Kaleri, we're going to persecute the, um, the, um, the, the practitioners of ancient African traditional systems. So that whole thing was taking place in Europe, and they were identifying people who were in touch with their ancestors and the, the, the people who were sorcerers and warlocks. Those people were getting burned at the stake. Though that's how they broke. They broke the foundation that our people had. They was keeping these devils off of our back for many, many centuries. They broke that during the Inquisition. That lasted seven hundred years. Then you had the Crusades. The Crusades was a mass conversion. The, the Crusades they was running through, burning shit down, bodying niggas, and converting people in mass. Mm-hmm. They had them all mm-hmm. lined up, like how ISIS got people right now lined up, executing them. So they would have mass executions, hanging people, um, nailing them to the cross, and they will convert the survivors, mm-hmm. which happens to be children and women. Yeah, yeah. The torture tools. Google the torture tools of Inquisition. Google it. Torture tools of Inquisition. My nigga, that's the same shit they came over here to the chattel slaves in the plantations had dungeons in them. The plantation they had sex farms, but they also had torture farms where they were converting our people. How the hell how do you think that they killed off eighty million Taino and Arawaks? What the fuck? Who did that? How did that happen? So we're talking about genocides on a level that nobody is willing to talk about right now. Yeah, you feel me? The high that shit is a big secret, bro. I'm sorry, say that again. No, I'm saying they hide that big secret. Yeah. Yeah, it's real. Let's go big to the callers, though. Huh? Let's go to the callers. I'm going to open up the line for the 323. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace. Oh, this, hey. this was a bad time. Um, okay, here. Um, I What I wanted to say, what I wanted to add on. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you my mic right now. <laughs> okay, uh, what I wanted to add on was, I think that, which, I don't know which one of y'all was talking about, but when y'all was talking about, um, how, you know, we need to come together, we need to set up some crowdfunding and things like that. And I just wanted to say, I think that's a great idea. I've been saying this is what we should be doing, but, you know, black people, they don't they don't want to give you their money. <laughs> they want to give white men their money, but they don't want to give you the money for the betterment of our people. So we just got to figure out how to get their ass and stop being so stingy and start being fucking supportive. And, you know, we can go from there, but that that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. I appreciate you adding on to that. And when we collectively go to Flint, you know, at least I, I'm going to just put it out there. You know, that that's, that's at, at least I could do that much. You know how, how people are three or four years later, there'll be another teacher that comes along and says it, and everybody's like, oh, that's it right there. That's how it goes. That's just how they are. But the people perish for a lack of knowledge. So if they don't want to do the research about the um the new economy. There's a this there's a new economy that exists right now. We are, we are actually operating off of an old model. People think that this capitalism model that they've been operating off of that's not the new model. That's not what the world is operating off of. They're operating off of a totally different model. 
And these situations such as Flint and all of these other and, and many of the other situations, but primarily Flint right now, it is presenting an opportunity for our people to get into the future, to step right into their shoes comfortably and show the world that we are actively taking our survival in our own hands. That's it. Man, fuck all that Jordan stuff and all of the retarded things that we spent time, you know, a lot of our people are not going to wake up from that, and it's cool. I feel that our numbers, for those of us that are awake, are large enough right now where we could eat, where we could, um, we could, we could show the world that it's that we had a, um, you know, that it's time for a change. So, um, I appreciate your input. You know what I mean. And if you feel like adding on anything else, feel free to press one, and I'll open up your line. All right. I'm going to go to the 215 Philadelphia in the building. All right. Shout out to the 215. Peace. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Oh, shout out is to you. Is this my man. big brother? Um, is this, yes, is this our good friend, Dr. Manhattan? Yes, sir. In the flesh. In the flesh. Yes, What's good? Sir. All is well. I hear y'all. Yo, going you in, here? man. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all doing, y'all doing amazing. Like, y'all hit on a lot of points, and um, I forgot some of the stuff because I was, you know, I was in transit. But, you know, just, just what you said as far as like the sister just said, you know, that the crowdfunding and all that. That's, that's just right and exact. And I feel like, you know, my generation, because I'm pretty much ten years younger than y'all, right? So I feel like my generation, we ain't really seen no pressure. You know what I'm saying? We got real comfortable with, with Jordans and and Sega and and motherfucking cheese bus rides to schools out of our district and all of that and, and having homies from different races and we thinking it's all good because, you know, we playing, you know, Nintendo 64 with, with Mexicans and Super Nintendo with Guatemalans, but I'm going to keep it 100. We ain't seen no real pressure. That's why we can't depend on each other because we don't know how. We still think everybody is on our side when at the end of the day we're going to find out, hopefully when it's not too late, that all we got is us. Hello? But we ain't... Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yeah, like, we, we, we haven't... You know, my generation, we just haven't seen no pressure. Like, we really don't understand what oppression really is because we ain't got dogs on our ass. You know what I'm saying? We see the stuff on the news. We see the stuff on Facebook. But, you know, it, it's so far removed because, you know, we see so much content every day. And, you know, we got desensitized through the, mu- through the movies and the music. So when we see somebody that like us get shot down in the street... It's just entertainment to us until it hits close to home. But we gonna yeah, because when it's when it's too late. By the time they rolled out, yeah. By the time they rolled out, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. You good? I was just saying that by the time they rolled out the um the program of the snuff films or the public executions of our people or the police brutalities or the police murders, we family and I'm not speaking to the family that's on the line per se that are enlightened or awake. I'm speaking about the masses, our people who look like us, who share our same skin color, the skin folk is what they call them. They were already a part of the deaf culture. They already have been initiated, and they were brought into the deaf culture via hip-hop and via um, Western, you know, the whole mass media popular culture type of thing because for the last uh, 20 years, 
there's been a mass indoctrination of our people into the death culture where we're not pro-life anymore. We're pro-death. Where the Absolutely. children are being born, they don't want to procreate anymore. They're pro-death. We're seeing a body on the ground. That shit is nothing. You'll step over it. You're pro-death. With all of the music, the downloads, your, 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 your subliminal as well as your subconscious as well as your conscious mind has been inundated with nothing but negative imagery, negative music, uh, movies where all that they do is practice death. Yep. We've been yep. getting this download every, constantly. Every every rapper, every mainstream rapper since 1995 has either been Doughboy, fucking O-Dog, or OG Bobby Johnson. And at least one of their <laughs> verses, everybody. And Bad. nowadays, the hardest or the hottest rappers is the ones that's the you know can describe through lyrics the most vivid and gruesome way to kill you. Like dudes is rapping saw movies now, and and you know they winning awards the for it. Bang bang. So you know we we perpetuate it, you know, just by even feeding into it. I'm not gonna say I don't listen to the ratchet. Like I, I grew up on the ratchet, but you know you got to understand like it's, it's entertainment. It's WWF. Like. These dudes, very few of these dudes is actually walking through the hood, actually putting in work. Like, these dudes, they put on costumes when they go in the booth, and the kids feed into it. So, you know, yeah. now now um, the rite of passage, you know, it ain't no rite of passage. The rite of passage is going to prison. Word. That's how we get word. initiated in the manhood, by going to prison. I go to prison. You ain't a real nigga. Yeah. You ain't, yeah. you ain't never did no time. You ain't so you no real nigga. Become, nah, I'm not a slave. So you, yeah, you have to you have to become enslaved, right? In 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 a society where all of the tough guys say, "Well, shit, if I was around during slavery, you know about that left hook that I got, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd have been knocking niggas out right off the horse. I would have knocked the horse out. You know what I'm saying? Yo, light up, like." But ain't but ain't uh, nobody digging a tunnel uh, out the bing though. Huh? I said, but ain't nobody digging a tunnel out the bing. Yeah, ain't nobody. There's no new Asadas, you know. Yep. And Thirteenth Amendment has given our brothers and sisters, our fathers, our cousins, uncles, aunts, even grandmothers and grandfathers. They've given the uh, de facto system or the de facto. Um, when I say de facto family, I mean fake. I mean not real. I mean not standing in law. They've given these corporations the right to take our brothers and sisters and make them legal slaves, 13th Amendment. So the brother just yeah. said, as teenagers, if we don't volunteer to become slaves and get that taste of what it is to be a slave, you're not a real nigga. You're not a man in the eyes of your peers. Mm-hmm. You know? How you going to be a nigga if you never tasted the field? Facts. Or you get an aid. You was not part of Parcel, right? <laughs> to the U.S. government who is responsible for the chemical war that has taken place on your people by the way of crack cocaine. So... If you don't participate in the chemical war that the government initiated against your people, you're not a real nigga. Because <laughs> I said before, when they lock, when they lock niggas up and they bring them into the precinct, 
That's not snitching. That's called debriefing. You niggas already work for the government. You work for the man. You work for you work against mm. your people if you're especially cracked. Let's just let's be fucking mm. let's let's be very clear. Especially crack cocaine. That is a government weapon. That is a weapon of mass destruction. It was engineered and it was put in your community by European pilgrims. There's fucking proof out of the wazoo for that. So if they lock you up, right, and put it because the whole we on the block, 100 deep, getting it, you know what I'm saying? We flipping birds and all of that. That shit did not, that concept was not entertained at a level like it is before crack cocaine. Okay, let's be clear. Yeah, you had drug dealers. Sure. But they were they were a minority. A they were a minority, and they knew they, they were. They was the they was the exception and not the rule. It was the right. exception and not the rule. You know, just like all societies have a they have a version of the underworld attached to them, and they are the exception and not the rule. They are the ones who do things on the unseen that people on the scene are not willing to do. Okay? They 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 hold together a fabric of society that is always needed to be held together. Because anytime you study mythos, anytime you study history and in all great civilizations, they had an underworld. Okay? They had an underworld. So get away from that where there's no underworld in this utopian Disneyland, this Walt Disney inspired reality that y'all be trying to push that never fucking existed. It never existed. This utopian society where everybody was in the tulips rolling around and stuff and having <laughs> sex with butterflies. I never, I, I've been studying I haven't seen that society yet. I don't know if that exists. It's always been a balance. The, Yo, the, I, the, I'm going to keep it a buck too. My, my bad, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm, I'm going to keep it a ahead, buck. Like, please. The, the real OGs that's really getting money, the dudes that's really about that life that got decades in the game, they're not on the corner. They're not touching the work. They're not touching the guns. they very rarely even touching the money physically because all this shit is digital mm-hmm. now. they somewhere in the office, and you're not going to catch them in the same place twice in one week. It's not going to happen. Wow. So all these dudes that's talking about their bosses and they on the block, if you're on the block, you're working for somebody. Point blank, period. Like It was Point a... Uh, it was a vend- it was a Vin Diesel movie called A Man Apart, and mm-hmm. he was a DA agent or something. But he was talking to the dude. He said, you think that that bullshit key in the trunk of your car is weight? He said, the real the real drug lords don't move a key here and there. They move 50 metric Mega tons a month. Yeah. So the dudes ain't really – like, at, at this point, if, if what you're doing is not expanding you to six figures and you've been in it for more than six, seven, eight years, ten years – it's time to come up with a new business plan or a new product. Because yeah. risking your freedom for minimum wage is not worth it, man. I mean, just crack, you know, period. The spiritual implications that is attached to that. The fact that you're not, you're, you're, you're not, don't fall for the wallet. That shit is some bull, you're not getting away with it. There's no, you're under yep. surveillance. It's, they are, El Chapo. El Chapo works for the boys. What are you talking about? You think that nigga went to jail? Like, stop it. it you, you're not going to become a kingpin selling their stuff without being in bed with them. All I'm saying is this. We have to actively, you know, 
get our shit together. And, um, you know, we got to take advantage of the situation. I just saw that Savior's Day is going to be in Detroit this year, Blue. You know about that? Yep. Mom told me. Yeah. So she want to go. I know you got some poetry for us. I, I, I think I got something, but I want to add one more thing. Like, is Oba's not on the line, is he? He's on the line. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I knew he would go in on this, but it's I don't know if I heard it from him or somebody else or if it's just something that Spirit told me, but my belief is is that blood is the the spiritual currency, right? Yeah. So yeah. if blood is the currency of spirit, I don't think we realize that, you know, for the last couple hundred years in this country, we have been one giant sacrificial lamb. And that that man that we look at on the cross as, you know, the son that's been sacrificed, that's us. Every time we see somebody on the news shot down in the street, that's your Christ. That's the ancestor you're supposed to be worshiping. That's the one that got sacrificed by the Romans. Word. Because he went against the idea of the state. You know what I'm saying? Right, like you know what? Can I your Bibles? I'm sorry, but but in the Bible it says King Herod put out a decree to kill the firstborn son, and I believe his reincarnation was J. Edgar Hoover. But you know that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Because ever since CoinTelPro, it's been an active part of the government. You know, on they never they never repealed the hunt for the Black Messiah. That's the same situation. I broke that down in my winter room lecture. Absolutely. Same conditions. Hey, before y'all jump off that subject, can I add something on to that real fast? Today yeah, I was today I was just checking out when uh Brother Red and Brother Blue was hosting the Gathering of the Young Masters and you know, not to really put the business out there like that, which it ain't no business, but I just text uh the young phenom today and said, Y'all need to do that again. But anyway, he was saying that before the people was born, they had implemented some stuff so they make sure that that Messiah don't come or they think or they thought they could prevent it, you know. But to add that in, you know, it's it's crazy that the young brother said that just now because, you know, I'm starting to see everything that, like, with, you know, what Blue was talking about, the 4-4, and then Red talking about the buying in Detroit, you know, then other brothers we don't know just chimed in in the line tonight, you know what I'm saying, and talk about buying. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm telling you, man, y'all y'all are prophetic, you know. And the reason why I say that, because had that, that of that you have spoken, that will come intuition or or into, uh, uh, as some would say, in, you know, to pass or whatever, we would not witness this. So I just wanted to say that red and blue, man, it's been on it like 10,000 years ago, you know, and then some, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, man, they, 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 they can't stop it though. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the key is, and, and I, and I've been saying this and I thought that I was short on it, but we got to, you know, come up with a maybe 10 to 20, uh, a thing list that we keep on our person. So we'll have a record to be able to recognize key points on how to keep, you know, as some will say, the, 
the uh, Caucasian thinking Negroes or, you know, to be able to, to, to have our own list or our own Bible, per se, to spin off of these uh, uh, imps and simps that come in to try to take away from, you know, what we're trying to build in the future. Because when he said the 08 thing on back and back, how we forgot some things, I bear witness to that. You know what I'm saying? And it's just amazing how everything that you all have been saying is coming, you know, to pass, you know. But I, I yield back and I'll mute my horn on that. I appreciate it. Let me say that. But I just got to tell y'all yes, that y'all are right on it, you know, right on it, you know. Appreciate you, bro. That's called, that is um, indicative of Tehuti, and that is also indicative of Heru. When you study Heru, Heru comes back because time is cycles, not linear. Time goes into cycles, so the past, present, and the future is occurring at once. So your future self is communicating with your present self, is communicating with your past self. Uh, Heru is known to come back and warn the people and teach the people about the now, all right? That is the job of Heru. And so who he speaks things into existence. So, yeah, that's what we do. That's what we're here to do. It's it's Mm -hmm. coming in. I mean, it's just things on top of things that's coming into play. And then with Mama Pill went in, I I, I was was, uh, telling, I think it might have been red. I was saying, I, I just hate that when I was out, I didn't have my notepad to take down notes, but man, like everything that y'all been speaking, and even with uh, 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 baby bro, um, uh, KTR's degree with the yeah, oh, he's man, a legend. with the uh, Hispanic, with the Hispanic. Oh my! I mean, it's like before uh, or around about the time when they came and announced because they said it was going to wait, and when they announced the thing for concussion, and then the movie Concussion came out. Mm-hmm. And then before that, uh, red and blue, y'all did the let. I'm almost in the tears, man. Like this is just like I, sometimes I just I just ask myself, damn, am I really awake to see this? You know, I mean, it's it's y'all are God body, hard body, all the above, man. I, I mean, it's <laughs> whoo, boy. Hey, open the clips up on that one. You know what I mean? Like I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Uh, like I, I just want to run out of here, man. Like I'm, I mean, it's just, to, but to see it in live in the flesh, I mean, it's just as as I heard my one elder say, it's it's it's, it's nothing, it's, it's something to stop, but nothing. To, I mean, it's it's nothing to stop, but something to see. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Nothing, brother, brother. I appreciate that. Definitely. So y'all want bars? Y'all want these yeah, bars, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get these bars going. I'm, I'm gonna spit it. it slow. I'm gonna spit it slow. You know them guys killing it. Liu Kang bicycle kicking it. Two bars in. You already know the difference. Far more realism, pure raw lyricism. The reinvention of that four ball terrorism. I'm in a different weight class. You spawn with a juggernaut. Break fast in a flash, leaving with the shutter shock. Like, are you living or just existing? You're all welcome, a front row sitting at the resistance. And my intention was bred from nocturnal emissions. Had a wet dream, my ex told me to go and get it. So I went and did it while them bold plays in the background. And the ghost of my daddy told me, don't you back down. I crack crowns and spit out razors, spectators stooping down. And every time I spit, I give myself a root canal. If you don't mind, I blow your mind for a minute. 
stretching consciousnesses to the outer limits, chakra spinning, dark matter vortexes about my business, tougher than the Gore-Texas, more pressure giving thought forms whole. More pressure, thought forms giving birth to diamonds, your highness. I wrote this while contemplating violence in five minutes. I created matter from my mental. So if you don't mind, then it don't matter what I get into. Shatter an instrumental, the Rockefeller or acapella. Right in the opera, I probably call it Rockefeller. They actually fly like they got propellers. I'm from a town where every season is chopper weather. It went down when all of the guys got together. We shake the ground, tectonic plates. Hold on, hold on. All of the guys got together. We shake the ground, tectonic plates succumb to pressure. You know the sound, my cadence, just speak the proper method. I'll be around if you need me. I hope you got the message. Black. 44 gun salute, baby. Oh. Happy motherfucking New Year. Come on, that was crazy. You know you can't that get away with that. <laughs> No, I was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was holding that one for y'all. <laughs> no, you just can't slide away. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. You know when you're ready. ready. I'm ready. They say heaven's not a place, it's a state of mind. So trying to keep your pace in this race is a waste of time. I still say grace over my plate before scraping mine. I still chase what I ate with a taste of wine. I can never replace how I relate to the great divine. Ritualistic acknowledgement is demonstrated. Dualistic tolerance is reciprocated. Prominence is generated. They say we holograms just pixelated. If you picture the bigger picture, just don't picture frame it. Entertainment mm. keeps the mental racing, and the idle mind is a pit for Satan. You know the devil's playground, Nana used to say. Hammers used to spray on playgrounds like sprinkler systems, no vital signs. Niggas ran the youth away, now they choose to play over cyber lines. Caught in the web like how spiders dine, engaged in cyber crimes. When they slide inside the matrix, they decked in the latest of designer lines from the floor to the head. Gucci, Louis, Prada, Gabbana, Trues, and some J's. Some went from moving the yay to using the yay. The widest lines, confusing the people who highs can shine on the flashing lights like how diamonds shine. They so attached to the white, it's hard for them to see in anything other than black and white. They assuming that you equal to the savage tribe. But they have to lie, but you don't have to believe them. You're depleting your freedom pursuing some heathens, using their reason to rationalize how to capitalize by using their demons. Oh. <laughs> what a gunshot set, man. What a drone set, man. <laughs> Let's go up. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought Ray was going to drop something. Where you at, Ray? Do it. Do it to him. Go on, do it to him, big bro. Hey, you know what? Man. And, 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 like I, and for the red and blue, like Pac said, it don't matter whether you're cuz or blood as long as you got love for thugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, go man. ahead and do it to him, Ray. Do it to him. <laughs> no. Honestly, though, on some realness, I found... And, you know, I, I don't be up here fronting and lying. Like, you know, I found lyrics from 2006. We're in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found some lyrics last night from 2006. Now, what Brother Herb just said about writing the future into into right now, like, 
we really got to keep, you know, we really got to stay on top of the fact that, you know, a lot of us are broadcasting from a time, time memorial, you know what I'm saying? From a time we are really writing ourselves into the future. I'm fully mm-hmm. convinced. I am fully convinced, you know. I'm sure you're um, right. That's true. Well, you know, with the English language, right, right, and right, you know, with the W or without, you know, it's all magic, man. It's ritual. Facts. Right. No matter what right you're performing, you know, it is what it is. And spelling, you you spell casting, you know, in the rhyme book, and and, and, and niggas' rhyme books are grimoires, which mean magical books, the same way Mm -hmm. that these good books or these religious books are seen as grimoires because they have a level of, you know, um, magic. They got incantations. Incant, yeah, man. Do you think AA was talking about when he was talking about write your own Bible? Write your own Bible. Like I said, the the young boy that I met from Texas this past weekend, he told me, he's like, yo, I carry my Bible around with me everywhere I go. I thought he was going to pull out the King James he pulled out his own Bible. You know oh. what I'm saying? He had the coding in there. I'm telling you, he was juxtaposing the Sanskrit with the Arabic, with the Medunetta. Like I said, he had some other archaic script in there, like alien language. You know what I'm saying? And, and he was doing mathematical concordances with these comparisons, you know what I'm saying, sound frequency. And he's an artist, so he was using all of his decoding and interpretation in his artwork. I'm talking about his shit was all the way upstairs. He was a master student. And he come from the swamps of Texas off a steady diet at KPL University. He's telling me I'm his teacher. I'm sitting there like, nah, I'm your student right now. Like, you going in. Man, let me mm. tell you something, man. Y'all, y'all put out more than you than 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 you have the time to remember. And I'm gonna tell you why I say that because I can't remember if it was red or blue, but whoever did the, the number decoding on uh, Instagram a couple of days ago. Oh my yeah. goodness, man! I almost was that you, blue? Yeah. My, hey, let me tell you. And then like red would come in, he'll drop like some some literature. You know, I, I call it modern day scripture. You know what I mean? Like, get on the track and rip it harder than Wiz Khalifa, you dig? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's harder than, you know what I mean? Harder than, you know what I mean? Yeah, word, like, word. I was just like, 2016, in my humble opinion, is the year of the artists or the creatives. You know, it's definitely the time for people who have talents um, to begin to um, resurrect or to bring forth their talents because that's definitely the kind of economy that we're moving into where you're going to be able, you're going to be able to feed yourself based on your talents. You know what I mean? And this movement that we have, we need soundtracks to what we're doing, man. We need to, we need to immortalize what it is that's being done in the form of music and film the arts and the sciences, the liberal arts. Like, we really need to entertain that. So that's what this, that's what facts is all about, the, the facts and the visual, the visual arts, uh-huh. too. the digital arts and the visual arts. Like, we need some of these, yeah. these artists to step step up and, you know, start dressing canvases up. You know what I mean? 
I can't even front. I can't even front. Red and blue, y'all already got the archive, yo. You know what I mean? Like, all you got to do, and I just seen it in a vision. All you got to do is just pull out, pull out the uh, files, yo. Like, when no, we, we, we got the that, archive. That's, that's, yeah, y'all that's got it, key. man. Like, and then blue skills, and I'm I'm sitting up here. I like to fill out the bed or off the rocket the other day when I seen this technique on how to cut in and how somebody said, I forget who it was, said, I got to go holler at Blue, uh, or he to holler at you, and Blue put his thing together. And then uh, Brother Rich, on his thing, he dropped Red Pill uh, 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 thing, you know, live from that. Man, I was just like, man, I'm like, it was like when you put the uh, scroll out uh, before the new year came in at Sardinetta Crib, when y'all was up there, and it hit. It just went viral. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And if I hear yeah, somebody I mean, fight, I'm going to be the first one to, to flag them, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was, like I said, that was purposely done to, you mm-hmm. know, to to launch, you know, that aspect of that expression, which is music or hip-hop, for that matter, because that's who we are. That's where we come from. Everybody got a 16. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But where is it in the community where they make you feel comfortable sharing your art, where your art is not just appreciated, but it's also, um, you know, it's also supported by your collective? Because who the hell, who wants to work on art all of their lives to be a part of a community that ignores it or won't support it or, or <laughs> wants to deal with other things that are fucking menial, that are beneath you? You know what I mean? I don't want to be a part of a community like that. I don't want to. I don't want to be seen in a community that doesn't respect and support art. It doesn't encourage the um, both the elders, right? Because remember, you got elders like Phil Valentine is a master artist. Bobby Hemmen is a master artist. A. Rashid is a master artist. I think even Delvin Blair was a master artist. And you got brothers and sisters. If I if I belong to a community where you're putting your legacy and your life on the line, you might get clipped out there. You mean to tell me that the community doesn't respect what's coming from a person, from inside of a person's head? You niggas just want to hear us regurgitate what we read in a book or some fucking stones across the water? This is what we, this is what we dealing with? This is what it all boils down to? No, I'm not going to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. I will, I will bow out of this whole community and runs for the fucking border if that's what we're dealing with. A bunch of angry-ass Negroes, you know what I'm saying, and want to pontificate and complain, you know what I mean, and emote. They got emotional issues, you know what I'm saying, about mm-hmm. shit that happens to you, you know what I mean, but you don't want to do nothing about it. If you're really that angry, well, your knuckles, did your knuckles stop working? Go ahead and put in some work, man. Go go get your, you know, go, go, go blow some steam. Go blow some steam. But... This market that we have, where we got people out here making music, I feel that they should they should they should be supported more than they're being supported. They should be encouraged. What are we telling these babies? By not, you know what I mean? Why can't I? Why can't these little babies just watching sign of the TV and UGR? Why can't they see some of us, um, you know, who are expressing our art? actually living a life of wealth because of that. 
showing the fruits of our labor because they could see it on World Star, they could see it on Vlad TV, they see it on um, MTV, they see Young Thug running around with bank rolls, pulling out mittens and all of that stuff. And they like, yo, I guess I'm gonna do the gay sloppy uh, Percocet flow because that's the shit that it looks like that's what's winning. So we got to show these young babies who want to rap about all saw and all set. They want to rap about Heru. They want to rap about Garvey and Nat Turner. They have to see success because they're not blind. Please believe me, the babies look at your ass from the sneakers up. That's how they That's how they keep you these days, even the conscious mm-hmm. ones. They want to know if you're wearing them RBG sneakers. Like they're scanning you. They're scanning your whole get-up. So they want to see a, a, a level of, of a level of success. I'm not talking about sellout success. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm talking about success where you could show them that there's benefits to being an artist inside of the conscious community because they will support you. Let's let's work on that. Well, one thing you know, I can say that I discovered that that you um, and I'm not, you know, discrediting our other brothers, but Red and Blue, you two are the, the, the two hidden giants that the world will definitely uh, support. And I stand on that. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, I just never heard nothing like it in my years. And I'm telling you, I've been a music fanatic, and to, and to kind of give you an idea of the blueprint of who, of how my uh, music ear is. You know, me and Dr. Dre was born on the same day. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of give you an idea of my range. You know what I'm saying? So if I if I I ain't trying to toot my own horn, but if I stamp you, oh man, can't nobody touch you. You know what I mean? I mean straight up. Do me a favor, cause my um, I want to give you these bars from '06. I'm waiting for my Gmail to stop. Oh, there it goes. Stop acting super crazy. I'm gonna just share this one um. This one, uh, the, yeah, uh, let's get it. Yeah, and then we're going to get to the other callers and whatnot. Okay, so give me about two minutes while this ball finish spinning. All right. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is going to be Ratchet Red. <laughs> yeah, it's 2006. I came into New York. Guaranteed. Yeah. I came under the tutelage of the conscious community in 05. So you damn right okay. this is ratchet. But it's, it's not. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a mixture. It's a mixture. You know. In a mixture. It's ratchet. I remember 06. Hold on. G when it was tearing it up 06. No, no, no. Dipset. Remember, I came into Dipset. Harlem post Dipset when they killed. Harlem was dead. Because of the um, because of what they had bought into as a result of the Dipset influence, that shit. People talk about regentrification and oh, they came in here and they took us over. But I say that they took you over when you was dead, you was asleep because the Dipset shit was washing Harlem up for about a few years. You know. They were compromised. They got. They were compromised when the whole popping um, ecstasy, the you know running feet shorties, the menages, uh, you know all of that stuff. The camera on them. It really put the gang culture. Everybody was bees and C's. All of a sudden, they were bloods and crips, selling crack. The whole you know all of that wasn't. It, it was enforced by that by that movement. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we had the opportunity to build with our brothers Hellrell and Duke the Guard, who were the who Duke the Guard is the brains behind Dipset. He's the marketing and the um he was the marketing genius behind the, the mixtape, the independent hustle and all of that. So we're gonna do a show yeah. with him. Not, yeah, we're gonna do a video with him and we're gonna show the family how our brothers are waking up and how they're coming around uh because of the consciousness. And I'll let him tell about the um, the impact of the dip set and what it did to Harlem. And, um, you know, we'll take it from there. Shit, but I, I had a pink corduroy suit. Listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just Harlem. It wasn't just Harlem. I had a pink corduroy suit, bro. So, I you, you was you pink, pink, right? Yeah. Yeah, I threw the pink on. I ain't going to put you in pink. Yeah, man. I, I, I ain't even really going to put you Blue, yeah, tell them what you had. Ohio. Cam had, Cam had the way before uh, before Maxie had it. Yep. yep. Mm. They was doing it hard in Ohio because my, uh, my, one of my oh, first nah. friends on, on yeah. his dad's Cam side was, had. Remember the song, Get in Ohio? He was moving Cam was out there in Ohio. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm and ready. This is another thing. They did. Oh, okay, go in, go in. All right. This is from November 3rd, 2006. The Reliance of Morris Science, Craftmatics and Mathematics, getting figures in the cold, they stole niggas' souls. They fear the alliance of sleeping giants. I'm aligned with the stratospheres, mind over matter here. I meet you niggas in the latter years. We damn near dawning on the age of the time machine. We could feel it in the air, send a mist like primatines. Just because niggas is all melanated, with that alone, we're supposed to be celebrated. Elevated to supremacy, accelerated through the centuries, stacking the Benjamins, getting our mind right, resonating like the limelight, shining bright, eventually realizing the time is right. The rhymes tighter than the true religions. Niggas threw religion on the back burner, loaded up packed burners like Nat Turner. This transition shit was really tense, under the influence of Mr. Willie Lynch. Here you have it, an educated man making legislative plans in a devastated land, smoking medicated grants, coming up with the same <laughs> kind of lectures that just, coming up with the same kind of lectures that Linda Jeffrey writes, slaying blood, <laughs> slaying blood suckers like I'm Wesley Snipes. Jesus walked <laughs> on water, well I'm a Jetski type. Skating on thin ice, well I'm a Gretzky type. Everybody know the streets is hostile. The dinosaurs is extinct. Niggas is knee-deep in fossils. It ain't easy trying to teach the apostles. If they think you're trying to teach them the gospel, they start reaching for Roscoe. The only lessons that we yearn in the preach is how street niggas should be earning their keep. How to tighten their circles and keep the sermons complete. The vermin is deep. They sweep. Sleeping with the enemy, turning their cheeks. Mark Furman police, who firm with beliefs of the German man. To introduce niggas to a modern-day Birmingham. Only this time mm. around, burning in the Rearranging of the cause, systematically they changing all the laws. If and when you niggas begin training for the war, go back to early Spain, study the reigning of the Moors. Fuck Queen Elizabeth and that royal family shit. Man, it's frivolous. They reptilians on some lizard shit. Dark magicians on that wizard shit. The spell is global. Hell is mobile. The jealous bastard. The spell was casted. Niggas that fell in casket feet first. Some describe it as a breach burst. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, 
You know, I got to say this. That's what distinguished, you know what I'm saying, that articulate aspect of how y'all bring it, man. I'm telling you, it's like none other. You know, man, when he said earning your keeps, you you know off the top, straight up East Coast, can't nobody bite that. You stamped it, kicked it out the park. I mean, hit it out the park. You know what I mean? Like, man, that, that, I'm telling you, man, y'all, y'all are giants, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, a billion dollars. And boy, nice. For the archive. That boy, nice. A boy, been nice. I don't, I don't, like, the the reason why these, this, you know, and I encourage everybody who are artists and creators out there, just write. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the time. If the time is not right. Mm -hmm. When I wrote this, the time was obviously not right. I wrote it to the yeah. future. I'm talking about Nat Turner. Hard. I'm just kidding. Oh, but, you know what? Let me ask this though. Uh, what you think about the cat from Brooklyn that's come out that said he had goons too and he would put hands on Ghostface? What y'all think about that? Did y'all check that out? Ghostface washed him up. Ghostface Bro, washed him up. Even, there. There's nothing. He's yeah, a corpse. I wouldn't he's even. A body. I wouldn't even press play on that. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you know, you know who I'm talking about though—the Roman cat, right? Yes. Yeah, we talk. He washed. They he got oh, washed okay. up already. He got washed Ooh. up already. Can I just I leave like, you with one? Man. Uh, man, all of it. Go in, bro. All right, then we're gonna go to the callers. Let me leave you with one more. We might, we might find humor in you niggas like Paul Mooney. But don't get it confused. We all goonies. One eye Willie's like Slick Rick in his prime. Identically designed like Slick Rick with the shines, rope chains and pendants and such. Often mistaken for descendants of Tut. You niggas is out of your mind. We help redefine the design niggas' outer designs. For inner shrimp, we bless them with powerful rhymes that spoke on the intricate signs, lyrical biography for the impotent minds, designed like algebra lines, the last stages of humanity. Fuck the canopy, learn to withstand the insanity, man-made calamities, or will we... Mm. Or we'll be forced to see her. The weapon's been upgraded, sort of like North Korea. Fuck the yapping when the guns get to clapping. And I'm going to leave you on that. <laughs> that was ratchet. I had to get my ratchet this out. I had to get ratchet. Hey, this boy. Let me see. Man. I was like, I want free. I want free. Yeah, let's go to the court. <laughs> I'm going to play the background, fellas. All yeah. right, brother. Appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to mute my phone. Eat, eat. All right. Call us from the 234-542. And we got to bring back more Fridays. Um, the lyrical platform for yeah. our, our up-and-coming artists. That is coming back. We have a lot of fun when yes. we do that. Already. And to be honest with you, it was... That venue that helped me be very more comfortable sharing, you know. I remember the first more Friday I had the jitters. I remember. I remember. Yeah, and, and that's natural. That's 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 a. I that's get the jitters every more Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Call us for the two, three, four, five, four, two. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Call it from the two three four. 
All right, we get back to that. Call from the 662. Peace. Welcome to Another Ledge. Caller from the 662. Black Power. All right, we got one more. Caller from the 614. Welcome to Another Ledge Radio. So how you? Call it from the 614. Okay. 614. Well, family is chilling. They laid back. All right. So, um. I think, I think it might have been, might have been a few, few trolls or either they fell asleep, you know. No, 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 no. They go in and they rhyme book, man. They chilling. Yeah. We don't do trolls over here. Yeah, we don't do trolls. <laughs> you in another building right now. So, I'm going to leave it with some music and we out of here. Let's do it. So, I, I, you know, unless there's anything that anybody wants to. Briefly well, talk on or touch on, but um, well, if I not, did, I'm gonna leave. I that. did want to. Yeah, I did want to ask this yeah. real quick, real quick before you did. Now, uh, on the week thing, if you decided to go three days a week, if if we got the uh, financial sponsor on that, could you do three days a week? Uh, if you no, want, they not even they not even financially sponsoring two weeks. Blog Talk went and took that money out of my account this weekend. You know, niggas don't be sending that mm-hmm. bread in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is, if 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 we could get a, a a sponsor, could we could we go three days a week if, if if they would prepay or whatever? Could we do that? I mean, that's a big commitment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that I the way that our days are structured, our days are structured. I mean, I I mean, I guess what I'm asking was, I mean, like if if you did have the green light on that option. Could you do it? I mean, I guess that's what I'm saying. I didn't know the the, the quality, yeah. you know, the, uh, the the rules, you know. I didn't know. If, if there's really allowed. there's really no open days other than you know the days that we allocate to do this. Every oh, other okay. day is, is pretty much counted for, you know, for the businesses and things of that nature. That's why we and do I, a lot of videos. Yeah, we do the videos with the brothers, with Baba. And then also, family, there's a whole bunch of new videos up. Baba TV, um, Baba TV Fire Every Time, Black News 102, Sonetta Studios, and Black Magic 363. Each one of those platforms has some new material from Red and the Blue where we up there dropping some um, information. So like I said, we, we utilize the viral visual aspect of YouTube you know, because we, we, we got a lot of busy schedules, there's a lot of stuff on our plate. So, you know, this two-day commitment that we give in the family through Blog Talk for six years straight, that it, 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 it takes a lot. You know what I mean? It takes a lot. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. and KTL Empowerment on uh, YouTube as well. And yeah. Yeah. What's the- so, I mean, we're, we're, we're going to jump into live stream. We're going to do that. Like like I said, we was going to live stream this show tonight. I was going to launch that where I was going to go live with Umar. But um, we'll get that ready, and we'll go live with the whole YouTube thing. I like that. I like the whole Hangouts. I like the live stream where the family could call in. You right there interacting with the chat room and all of that. That's cool to me. You know what I'm saying? We could get things done. You, you know, I, we open up the line for people who want to call in and drop knowledge and stuff like that. 
and um, that's great. But um, you know, other you also than get text messages too. I meant to tell you that, so you'll know. Like, so as far as the future go, if you plug with Magic Three Six Three and then Sa. Um, you know, uh, the people we, you know, me being a, a, a outsider, rather, you know, even though I, I, I dedicate myself to be an insider, we get uh, uh, emails and text messages to you. Well, it'd be text message to your phone or email to your thing. So there's no excuse in 2016, the year of completion, the two and one, three, uh, or in the whatever, whatever, six plus the three is nine. You know, uh, y'all went in on that at the beginning. Uh, I wanted to add that. But uh, but yeah, so like from here on out, you don't ever have to worry about that except for us just advertising. People subscribe to the truth, you know, fans yeah. or whatever. It it comes As straight to fact, us now. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Somebody fix mm-hmm. their phone. Oh my bad. Yeah, you sound like you juggling um, marbles and shit. <laughs> like, nah, I got I got this foil. You know, I'm trying to cut all this foil and break it. Break it oh, up, you know what I'm saying? You know that's that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that. I, I was just gonna say, sound like he was he was whipping the wrist. You know what I mean? On that steam mall, she did. <laughs> so, Yo, can um, I chime in real quick? Can I can I chime yeah. in real quick, Bill? Yeah. Like um, when when he said a third day a week, what I what I meant to bring to you or or propose to you is like a if you guys did do a third day where you just spend music for like an hour. It's music that don't get normal rotation. You know, some guy hop, some of y'all tracks, some people who send stuff in your, I mean, into y'all for the more fire. I mean, I've been wanting to do that. Block Talk hasn't shown me that they have the bandwidth to play crisp music. Like, I don't like uh, the playback on over this medium because it doesn't give the, um, the audio quality. My shit needs to quality. be like title. Yeah, I need to. My shit got to be title HD. Where it is, boss. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, like, why, I don't... that's that's why we in negotiations to deal with a streaming service. So the streaming service would take all of the library of videos because there's videos that me and Blue did in 2008 when when Notaless TV uh, was out there doing this thing in YouTube land. There's I got a, 180 videos. Nobody. There's people who found out about the pills. Later on, through Sinetta's or through Rich, they don't know anything about what we've done in the community. Remember, to see I'm, the, I'm on my they third think they, they think YouTube against right there. I had a YouTube channel in 07. I had 2 views by 08, and I snatched up Sony. This is without Red. This is just what I was doing with my, my interviews. You know, when I was in the industry, I was doing red carpet interviews. So that was hip-hop. That was when my shit was going viral through the blogosphere that dealt with hip-hop. And then, oh nine, I got with Red, and we got the whole YouTube wave with No The Ledge before there was a sign at a TV or any of these, or Brother Rich, or any of these mediums. So that's the whole uh, wave, that we cracked millions with that. And then, now this is the third wave, you know what I'm saying, while I'm, you know, helping the brothers do their thing, so... YouTube shit for me, like I said, I took my shit corporate. You know what I'm saying? I know what YouTube can do for you on the corporate side of things. These niggas is playing with it for real. Yeah. Well, well this day but, four, y'all gonna rise to a higher height like you never seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, and Red, what's the y'all next? Y'all asked what I told him. You know, 
Yeah, that's not what I thought. YouTube shit Look, give me a documentary or film, man. You know what I mean? Let me tell my story. Let me tell my mother's story. Let me tell Sadie's story. Let me tell Valentine. I'm I'm really this shit is not it's very dis dis it's, I'm not interested in you know I did this already in '09 like we've done I can't return to something that I did already I'm about moving forward so after doing YouTube after doing you know what I mean like what next to do but the big screen you know what I'm saying but what else is there to do give me a cartoon or something like. I want to teach the children. I want to get into animation for homeschoolers. I want to get into I want to get into documentaries in 4K, 8K. You know what I mean? Like I want to get into virtual reality. I want to hop into halogens and you know Oculus Rift shit like that. Like this shit right here that we dealing with. I feel like I'm in 2006. I'm frustrated. It's not feeding my creativity anymore. You dig what I'm saying? It's just it's not. It really is not. Well, elevation I, is coming. I'm, 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 yeah. I, I the community, we, they haven't I even broken out a green on. screen yet, B. Like, come Back, on, man. I, I was listening to videos screen? that I did in 09. I dumbed myself down to be a part of these pla- – I'm dead serious. Like, the shit that I was kicking in 09 is light years ahead of conversations that we having right now because we went backwards. Remember – we come from the school of Phil Valentine and Bobby and all of these uh, master teachers. They were telling us how the European was responsible for killing millions of people. Now you find yourself where you protesting against one brother getting shot by the police. Like, nigga, we're going backwards. We're evolving. We're revolving for real. we in the fucking 60s. I'm going to leave it with this song. I, I got to go, man. I got to take my medication. This day forward, the elevation is coming. You know, when you said that about okay. it, you felt like you was going backwards. That's, that was my confirmation to let me know I'm where I need to be. So I just had to add that, let you know, red, blue, y'all don't worry about nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yield it. You know what I mean? The creator gave me the gift to do it for y'all, and it's on from this day forward. Watch the elevation and growth. Peace. No doubt, brother. I appreciate you, man. All right, can I get in this, into the song, Blue, for you? You want to leave him with something? Go ahead. Let's do it. All right, family. Love and light. Thank you, everybody, for coming out tonight, especially staying with us. That is honorable. Um, you know, if you if this is your first time on Notre Ledge Radio, go into the archives, 600-plus shows. You got Umar's all up in there. You got everybody all up in there. Just put it in the search bar, and they'll pop up any name that you could think of, okay? So with that being said, Friday, 9 p.m. or 10 p.m., sometimes it changes, same back time, same back channel. This is Brick the Foundation representing um, Pontiac, representing Michigan, representing Indiana, representing Ohio, the whole Midwest, stand up, salute to everybody, Keith Horton, Sarah Suit and Seti, all of the families out there, yeah. love and light, you know what I'm saying? KT the Ross Degree. Thanks to the arts degree, my brother. Hey, buddy. Blue pill. What's up? Know the Ledge Radio. Tuesdays and Fridays, let's go. I present you red and blue pill and prescribe you to take them both. They said you need microphones, I'm the virus, I need a host. Know the legend, don't cross it, cause you might overdose. Release those toxins from your conscience. Play the beat, you set the scope, it's for my.